your 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 husband was nursing cats. Is, <laughs> yeah. Is, is, that's that's admirable. Yeah, he's a he's a very uh, compassionate person. <laughs> he's so trustworthy, nonetheless. I wouldn't trust a cat anywhere near my nipple. Yeah, she was. Uh, she still does it, which is really funny. The, this is the alcoholic cat we yeah, were talking about earlier. Yeah, the PBR guzzling. What's her name? I don't. I wanna. Her real name. The the kids named her Mazzy Kitty. I don't know if you watched this really terrible show on um, Netflix called Lucifer. I do not. Okay, well, in the show, do you know the premise of the show? I do not. Okay, it's like the devil got tired of being in hell and having this bad rap, so he's like, screw this, and he goes to Earth and just does, like, parties and lives his best life, and then he meets a detective, and, like, his thing is, um, like, his power, I guess, over people is he can make he'll ask people what they desire and then they'll tell you he'll they'll tell him the truth about what they really wanted so he teams up with this detective and he can figure out if the person was the murderer because ah it's really stupid anyway in there sounds like something lonely housewives just like grind themselves to oh, like night for sure so um oh, that devil's a, pretty he, handsome he's devilishly handsome oh um, <laughs> Um, in, so he brought with him his favorite demon, whose name is Mazkeen, and she is like obsessed with knives or whatever. So the kids named the cat Mazakitty is how we got here, and mm. I didn't like that name, so I just call her Skittlescat. Skittlescat. Yeah. That's a good name. Yeah. <laughs> so the bakery is a pretty baked. Yes. Tell, tell uh, uh, before uh, we dive too far into it, where can uh, where can people uh, f- find the the bakery, order treats, all all that good stuff? Um, the easiest way to do that is to get in touch with me on Facebook, and you can find me. It's pretty dot um, facebook.com slash pretty and um, the easiest way to get anything there is just message me there. That's how I keep up with things. Sweet. Yep. How long have you been a a, a a baker? Well, I've had... Okay, so I have a full-time job, but I have the bakery. That's not important here. <laughs> no, I know. But I do it kind of on the side out of my home because I have a license, a cottage food license. Um, so what, that, is, what is that? So that's a um, license through the Department of Agriculture, and they come inspect your house, make sure it's clean, make sure you know how to safely handle food, and that, um, you know, that you're set up is set up so that you don't contaminate anything so like i have to have um, all my ingredients completely separate from anything else that could be considered an ingredient in my house can't use those ingredients for my regular food i can't use regular food for in with those ingredients in, in my bakery so okay that's just like my official license or whatever i've had that for um two years now i think yeah two years but i've been baking for fun my whole life <laughs> I say I think whenever uh, we met, uh, we were like bonding over tattoos, and you had gotten like a, a blender tattoo. Oh, or that's my like that. KitchenAid. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's a fucking cool tattoo. Yeah, it's actually a portrait of my own KitchenAid. <laughs> did Did you bring it in with you so we could? No, I was like, see dude, I did like a photo forward. shoot in my parents' kitchen because I was still living with my parents at the time and I got like the perfect photo of my KitchenAid and that's what uh, I gave the artist. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
So like with a lot of your concoctions, there uh, there's a lot of creativity that goes into it as well. Like like it's pretty uh, colorful and uh, the the treats are actually really really good too. I've had a, I've had a few of the cookies. Thank you. They're really good. <laughs> where did you where did you like learn like how to get these culinary skills? Was it like in the like in the family or like yeah, so did you go to go to culinary school at all? No, I didn't. Not formally trained. <laughs> but um, my dad taught university um, most of my life growing up, so he was. Like, he would get out of school right before we would, and he would always make, like, a fun treat for us. Like, mm-hmm. But, like, old-school baking. So, like, baked apples or, like, cobbler or something. So, like, he always baked, and that was always interesting to me. So, we would do that together. He also taught me how to cook. Um, <clears throat> so, that, like, just as a kid, kind of learning from him. And then I got more in... I got really... I really liked doing drop cookies, which is just a word for, like, snickerdoodles or... Chocolate chips, just whatever you think of. Why do they call them drop cookies? Uh, so I make cutout cookies, like the ones of the actual shapes, mm-hmm. and then a drop cookie is like the normal blob ones, because huh. you just scoop them and drop them. <laughs> huh. Okay, cool. But um, <clears throat> I got really interested in those, so I was always trying to come up with some new fun cookie, and um, yeah, just then then I, so I'm half German, and um, I got I became very interested in like traditional German treats because they're pretty different to American sweets and they're you can't find them like and if you do they're not done correctly so in the effort to like you know you miss things from home right so for my family and for me like wanting to have those treats we I had to learn to make them myself so I became really interested in doing that and that's when I kind of learned more about the science of baking and like how things work and like how to replace ingredients like um something that you can't really find here is a kvok which is what, a, what the hell is that? It's a it's a cheese, but it has a consistency more like um, you know when you get Greek yogurt and you leave it in the fridge like two weeks past the expiration date and it doesn't smell weird yet, so you're still going to eat it and it's like kind of a little bit too thick. <laughs> I, I normally don't. Most of my yogurt never makes it like to the expiration date because I just uh, I eat yogurt I, very quickly. Well, so I, I don't I I don't know. I, okay, so I'm just like, between like bad like cottage cheese that no. like it's just in the back of the fridge and you're like oh, I would have to move all this stuff to, <laughs> to get it out of there Ugh. um so I do not believe in expiration dates on yogurt if it doesn't have mold or smell weird I'll still eat it isn't it bacteria anyway yeah like what's yogurt? it gonna do turn into more yogurt like <laughs> get more yogurty we found the secret <laughs> endless yogurt you just leave it in there it just grows telling you what that what that was like that was some secret they found out they're like like how are we gonna sell this shit like how are we gonna sell it it just keeps making more of itself an expiration date on it oh my god gil you're a genius (laughs) so quack is actually cheese but it has this consistency of like thick thicker than usual yogurt but you can't find and it tastes more like cream cheese it's like if cream cheese and yogurt would be together what what animal do they make this from? Cows. Cows. Yeah. All right. I was picturing well because like like I, I don't know maybe there's like some sort of like or they, there's some sort of ram you know they sell the, on the side of the <laughs> or something. It's like like you have to get the milk specifically from this type of goat. So I mean they they are into some. Uh, I would, so I feel like people think Germans are really square, but they're actually like into a lot of weird stuff as far as like they. 
I don't know. I feel like their diet is more diverse than Americans as far as, like, they eat goat and lamb. And um, my mom grew up eating horse. Like, that was, like, normal food to them. And they eat, like... I mean, I would kind of feel guilty about eating the horse. But then again, I do get hungry. (laughs) But you have to think, too, like, the country came back from, like, absolute destruction. Right. Twice. Like, and my grandparents lived through part of that so eating a horse wasn't uh, out of the question it's better than eating people <laughs> i will say that <laughs> i think that's like usually when never you you have to say to yourself maybe maybe i've made some wrong choices in my life to end up <laughs> here eating another person maybe it's not my fault but maybe just the choices i made were, were wrong definitely not where i thought i would be <laughs> i could have been a doctor I could have been, Here I am eating someone's. I could have been voice. eating people in some secret society cult like ceremony. <laughs> Here I am, stranded in the Alps from a plane crash. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. When was the last time uh, you uh, were uh, back in Germany? Oh, three years ago. I was supposed to go last year, but my tickets were canceled because of COVID. Well, I think now you can go as long as you supply them your entire medical record. and uh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I do want to go this, this year. But, um, yeah, it just kind of depends. Because, like, the whole... Like, Germany's still, I think, pretty locked down right now. Are they? Um, I know they were earlier this year. I'm not sure right now. But um, there's still not a lot open. So, I mean, like, I have a friend in Germany. Her family owns, um, like... Uh, Kind of like a, so the area that we're from is very is like a tourist area mm-hmm. just because of like it's a very rural area but it's beautiful like this area of germany and um, there's actually volcanoes there which is strange what? i know that's cool <laughs> it is um there's just like a really hilly area it's the area from where um it's called the eiffel and then very close by is the mosel river which is where riesling comes from so um river made of riesling that's incredible i know germans they're so good at no life no wonder they're drunk all the time <laughs> they're so happy <laughs> mom can we go back and play in the river again oh you know the rules <laughs> the only two times in a day <laughs> but um uh yeah she ends uh or her family ends this area there where they have like these little they're called block houses mm-hmm. and they're like what you would imagine a cute little German cottage in the mountains to look like. But there's several of them, and then they have, like, a little restaurant, and they do, like, um, they host, like, wander trails through the hills, and, like, I don't know. Anyway, they're not open yet, so. It's such a fucking bummer. Yeah. Yeah, it is, because, um, like I said, it's a really rural area, so, like, those places are being hit, like, those communities are being hit really hard by all the shutdown and well, I mean, who gets to decide when people are allowed to go to places, you know? Like, I mean, I know people, that's a rhetorical question. You know, like, <laughs> but still, though, like, it's, like, if you're if you're incredibly wealthy right now, you can still travel. Like, no problem. Yeah. You know? But you have to, I just hold this uh, rigmarole. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's true that like, I'm a German citizen, so I'm allowed to go home even if there's restrictions. But I couldn't get a flight 
like I could book a flight and every one of them was getting canceled. So like even though I'm supposed to be able to go home, I couldn't get home. You know, which is not that big of a deal. It's not like my whole family's there, but like as a citizen, you're supposed to be able to go to your home. Right. <laughs> and I couldn't because there's no flights. But like you said, if you were super wealthy and could rent a private jet, yeah, then. yeah, yeah. That's 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 the kicker. It's just like, oh, no, sorry, we don't have any flights going. Unless you want to charter this guy. Yeah. You want to rent a plane? <laughs> just for like the day. <laughs> if I have to rent a car, I have to plan my finances ahead. <laughs> I'm sure the plane will be no problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm not sure exactly. Um, I haven't looked at the news really lately on it, but um, I, I don't know how open they are. But hopefully by the, end of the but in the fall I'll be able to go back. But. Yeah. Do you think aliens exist? Okay, so I was listening to one of your episodes with someone whose name I can't remember because I only pay attention to like half my life, and you were talking about aliens, and he was like talking about how um. I don't want to misrepresent him. But basically, it was audacious of humans to believe that we're the only beings. Like, do you like? are you so self-important that you think nothing else can exist? And I thought that was a really funny, um, not necessarily funny, but interesting take on it. But um, I don't know. Like, how are you defining aliens? Well, I think that's a good question, right? <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't think aliens come from outer space if anything like that I think they would uh, do they be, come from within us um, I think they're already here okay and I think that to some degree yeah they would come from already within us because I think they're multi-dimensional they're what you know they would call gods mm -hmm. uh, back in the day or angels demons whatever you want to call it um, but otherworldly, but I don't, I don't think that they're little gray creatures. I think that uh, it's a uh, mirage, not a mirage, but a uh, like a almost like a dodge, like like because they've they've had this image of like what an alien looks like. Uh -huh. How long in media? Like how like yeah. since before like either you or I escaped from the wombs that we were in, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's been like this imagery of like these little creatures. So, but I mean, I've taken like strong doses of psychedelic drugs before to see beings that they do they do not look like that. They, they look like these beings made of light that are sort of dancing in and out of form. I would call those aliens, so I, I think they exist. How would you define aliens? I don't know. I think of aliens more like, um, I don't know, maybe just like aliens is a word that we've given to other life outside of this planet. So coming back to that very basic definition, like even just little like amoebas, you know, like there's life existing elsewhere. That's what I think of. And I think there's the thing about like, how ecosystems work, you know, like those are their own little universes, you know, like a pond, right? Full that's or like a puddle, even full of weird, gross stuff that you can only see under a microscope. Like that's its own little universe. Yep, yeah. its entire observable universe is in that puddle. Yes. So <laughs> I think that, like, little alien worlds like that exist for sure mm. in other planets or other areas of space, I guess. But I don't know about beings, as like you said, we would 
think of them like in the media like little gray or green people with like egg-shaped heads yeah i think if anything that would be like their space suit you know what i mean <laughs> like that's not what they look like or like they would put that on to like freak us out less when they finally decide to be like okay we're fucking aliens here we are <laughs> they're used to this version of us <laughs> Either that or, like, originally, that was, like, what they put on to, like, look intimidating. They're like, all right, men, put on the suits. <laughs> then they show up, they get here, and they're just like, hello there. Like, the Pentagon's, like, not afraid at all. Just like, welcome. Like, fuck. Damn it, man. Who leaked these pictures? Look how, look how the many... draft designs of the suit. <laughs> How many fucking guns they have? <laughs> Did we bring any? No, sir. We just have the zippity zippity two dots <laughs> fast spaceship. Fuck. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Tell me. Okay, so I only know what DMT is from memes that are making fun of Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about that. It's weird. Uh-huh. I've only done it a, a couple of times. Where um, is it? <laughs> it's um what do they call it the spirit molecule or something like there's DMT that's like already in us it's released in us supposedly like whenever we die or have near death experiences mm-hmm. um, the uh, ancient Americans used uh, uh, ayahuasca in their ceremonies which is DMT but you don't smoke it you uh, mix it with some other sort of vine mm-hmm. and it removes this uh Enzyme that allows uh, DMT to be digested through the gut. There's mm-hmm. something in us naturally that doesn't allow that because mm-hmm. DMT is in so many different species of uh, plants. Ah. Um, so there's something in our body that's sort of like a uh, an unlock mode in like a video game or mm-hmm. something, to where it's like you can unlock this, but it's it's got you have to you have to learn some knowledge <laughs> to figure out how to unlock it. it. <laughs> but that's something that's kind of a uh, remarkable with um, you know uh, psychedelics in nature is that you know they're they sort of unlock these these doors and synapses that are already in us to begin with that we just don't have access to all the time. DMT, the ancient Americans believe that whenever you have ayahuasca, the vision that you have is that you get a preview into your judgment before you die or when you die. Why would you want to do that? to deal with trauma that's in your life, to be able to set your life right, mm. to be able to uh, have an experience bonding with uh, Gaia herself and <laughs> Earth, you know? Like, there's there's numerous reasons for it. But I've never done ayahuasca. Ayahuasca, because it's digested, it's, um, it's a lot longer. Uh, a DMT trip, whenever you smoke it, it's like 10 minutes, and then you're just sort of back, and you're just sort of like... The, that was fucking weird. Like you just sort of like have yeah. like this a power nap that's like kind of full of terror and uh, <laughs> intrigue at the same time. It's weird. Um, but uh, ayahuasca, it's like a uh, like a mushroom trip or an edible, so it lasts about five or six hours. So ha- haven't haven't done that. Maybe, maybe one day. I think I would. I would, uh, if it's like I would a do ten a hour, like a, instead of a nap full of terror, it's like a entire sleep cycle full of terror. Well, I'm, I imagine that because you're digesting it rather than through a, a inhalation, mm. that the effects are not as like kapow, like 
that's that's just what I personally uh, would uh, imagine it as, uh, just because of the way like uh, with like something like pot. If you smoke pot, like if you if you, I'm not a bong person, never really have been, but if you hit a bong, you get like stoned immediately, where you're just like, I'm like you're stupid. <laughs> Versus if you like eat it and the edible well yeah you're gonna get stupid but it's gonna be a lot slower mm-hmm. and you're just gonna like eventually become the couch and yeah. so that's well that I mean it's just interesting to me because I've always been too scared to do drugs but then okay expl- well psych- psychedelia I don't I mean the, it, the psychedelics are drugs if you classify them as anything that's a vice but if you talk about like something that is not readily available in nature they're actually not because every psychedelic comes from something that's in nature so again DMT comes from ayahuasca Mm -hmm. psilocybin comes from magic mushrooms which grow abundantly in the south yeah (laughs) Um, uh, 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 mescaline comes from peyote the cactus Mm -hmm. Um, LSD comes from um, type of uh, mold on a bread I forget what it is ergot um, so like uh, they, these things are readily available in nature and the ancients always knew these mm-hmm. these were always associated with religion until like the renaissance and Rome sort of just like nah we got the world now and then Europe <laughs> and the Mediterranean sort of dominated the planet so, so it's uh, you know like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend like like cocaine or like amphetamines to people like by any means <laughs> at all like no talk to your doctor I'm not giving fucking medical advice but like uh, like uh, something like like mushrooms or something like that like mushrooms are fine like they're they're fine like you 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 and your and your loved ones like well your adult loved ones anyway I wouldn't say give them the fucking kids what's wrong with you <laughs> but like like uh, have a honeymoon like and you and your uh, your your spouse like eat mushrooms and go to like a petting zoo you're gonna have the best fucking day of your life that day you just are you just are it's gonna be the best day of your life it's gonna be fantastic and they're here for us like they're here for us uh terrence mckenna do you know uh, him at all mm-hmm. um he's, he's he's been dead a while but he was uh this uh this author and uh, scientist that wrote a lot about uh, psychedelics but he talked about how uh, mushrooms in themselves could be an alien because they um, like spores could survive a vacuum of space mm-hmm. and travel on asteroids and that the only way like these visions that you get from like a mushroom trip are it, it's a symbiotic relationship that you have with the mushroom where it is its full potential is actualized only through its being consumed mm-hmm. it's not through its reproduction it's through being ingested and giving its vision to its uh, its uh, recipient so I, I think something like that like makes a lot more sense to me he's fine makes a lot more sense to me with aliens than uh you know, like, like there's, like, oh, there's, there's people in the moon or on Mars. Yeah, like. or anyone that gives a fuck what we're doing down here, like, like a gray being that wants to come ruin the Earth. Like, no one cares what we're doing because we are just the puddle of gross shit that you can only see under the microscope. <laughs> I would imagine they have a few puddles too. You know what I mean? Like, 
Like, if that is the case, if it's like we're being ruled by like aliens elsewhere, I imagine this is just like what we know about the universe is definitely a lie, and they have numerous <laughs> puddles of like Earth, and they're just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no, no, no. They're they're the only planet in this sun system. <laughs> yeah. You know, they just go through like a little warp hole or something, and then there's Earth too. Yeah. Like, we just can't see it. But I I don't think that's a possibility. I I th- or a probability I should say. Mm. I think it's I think it's more probable that like there's stuff like that that's already here. Yeah. Like and things that we say are like ghosts or uh, uh, spirits or meth heads would say it's it's the government spying on them or something. <laughs> well, the government is spying on you. <laughs> they really want to convince you though. They know. Um. Oh, have you ever had a ghost experience? Oh yeah, tons. Really? Yeah. Any scary ones? Uh, I don't know about like scary, scary. Like it's like sc- scary after the fact because when it's happening, it's just like weird. Mm-hmm. Like what s- really scares me are surprises. I'm terrified of fucking surprise su- ghost. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. It could be a ghost or a leaf or a piano falling from the sky and landing next to me. I'm just terrified. How many times of... does that happen? That's more interesting than ghosts. <laughs> none, none so far. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, have you ever... Uh, well, have you ever uh, seen like a, a, a UFO or a ghost or had any, any no. sort of paranormal uh, experience? I think anything paranormal isn't very interesting to me because I've had zero experiences. But um, it is said that at my work in the warehouse... Okay, so I work in a historic building of Valdosta in the second ever Coca-Cola bottling plant in America in uh, wow, Savannah and Tombs. And um, anyway, so our, our space there is set up in... It's three buildings. So building one is the pharmacy. And then there's this space that used to be a car dealership. And that's our um, biomedical area. And then behind that is the warehouse. And then there's building three, which is the old bottling plants on the corner. Um, And that's where the billing office is. So in building two, the biomedical place where they like clean ventilators and stuff, the warehouse is said to be haunted. And there's a ghost maybe a being with a red hood is what they said so what what has happened other than seeing a red hood the, the it's just spotted and like freaks people out surprise ghost so just kind of like rustles around and then you see it and then you're freaked out and you leave maybe maybe it's <laughs> it's just like an employee that works there <laughs> wearing like a riding hood yeah game. <laughs> yeah they have a shock fetish or something like that <laughs> They're actually streakers, but they got caught off guard by you, so now they're running away, and that's why you saw them. The, they're trying to be <laughs> forward-thinking with it, so, you know, the streaking, like, that's that can get you in a heap of trouble. <laughs> but the silent hooded figure... <laughs> not doing anything, officer, just keeping the hallway safe. Just surprising people. <laughs> Is that a punishable offense? <laughs> Unwanted surprises? What's the machete for? Ah, protection. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. <laughs> no, the, um... Uh, did you ever go to a, a Vito's? Yes! Back? Like, there is, there is weird stuff in there. Mostly that the 
places should have been condemned. <laughs> there shouldn't have been a bunch of sweaty fucking kids jumping around on the fucking second story. <laughs> How that floor did not collapse There have been several me. times where I was like, this floor's about to fall the fuck through, and I would like go stand on the wall. Like, this is scary. <laughs> there is a couple of times there towards the last few times I was going, like the fire marshal started showing up, and I was like, <laughs> too many people. Well, there are always too many asses on that fucking second floor. And then everyone's jumping around. Uh, it was dangerous. I don't know how we survived our 20s. But that uh, that bathroom that was upstairs. I never went in there. You never went in that bathroom? Oh, fucking gross, dude. The, the, I don't know, it wasn't, it wasn't that gross. The bathroom, like, upstairs at Vito's. I think you don't remember it very well. I, I, I <laughs> spent, spent a minute or two in that bathroom upstairs, okay? <laughs> It was it was not uh, filthy by any means from a well, uh, my my uh, my memory, but um, there was more than once on there that like I would I would hear like voices like from in the bathroom, not and like I knocked there ruled it out as um, it uh, it could be voices from downstairs in the kitchen and maybe she's traveling through the pipes, yeah. you know, but it, it didn't sound like it, but. There was another time where, like, I saw something change in the room out of the reflection in the mirror that was in there. And I was just like, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard that that place is haunted. That's, that's what I had heard, too. I had heard, like, some employees even talk about that, like, late nights in the kitchen. Like, they would, uh, like, hear stuff and, like, see stuff, like, yeah. out of their periphery. You know what's uh, interesting about, um, you know, because... Uh, a lot of times with people are just like, I saw something out of the corner of my eye, you know, and there's, I forget what sort of experiment it was, but they were firing, uh, like particles at this, uh, like this, uh, sort of like, like a, a wall, like a, a firing range, like a target wall, like, so imagine this rectangle, right? And then they have behind it another like rectangle. So in the first one, they have these holes that are uh, cut out for the particle to go through. Mm. And we'll see where it lands on uh, on the second uh, target area. So when they actually observed the particles, they did what they were supposed to do. When they did not observe them and they fired it, they were completely different in how like uh, they landed and hit, what, hit what the, the particles. I forget. I think they were like atoms or like like some uh, like just particles. Yeah. Okay. But like they were conscious of being observed and whenever they were being yeah, that's aliens <laughs> <laughs> well I mean it's something though right like so like I, I think about that with like things like uh, you know like uh, quote unquote ghosts or like things that like even like like a lot of times with me with my long hair I'll forget I'll forget that I have long hair and I'll see something like here, like home alone. I'll be like, what the fuck is that? It's, it's just a bang. It's just is, my hairs. Yeah. But never never a ghost story or nothing no, like that? Not really at all, no. One night I remember when I was, um, I, my really best friend growing up, she lived like two doors down from me. She was kind of obsessed with paranormal and she was convinced there was a ghost in her granny's house. So we practically lived at Granny's house. So we were there hanging out and like we would like if she thought she had seen him recently it would she thought it was a man figure 
Or I mean, maybe she saw it. I don't know, but I never saw it, so I can't speak to it. You did. You did. I, I gather that you didn't believe her, though. No, I mean, I humored it for sure. But <laughs> I'm like, whatever. I'm up for ghost dancing. Sure, let's summon the devil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll get back to that. <laughs> so we would like throw like flour on the floor to see like if there would be footsteps, and her papa thought it was hilarious so he would purposefully walk through it so that there would be footsteps in it and she would get so freaked out <laughs> those are good times as a kid but yeah one time I was she like, has a mental disorder now no she's actually kind of really <laughs> the ghost is still with me i can't do anything <laughs> every time i move he follows me no she's doing well i think i haven't asked her about the ghost but um <laughs> i was like she, so she was kind of obsessed with it and i was into humoring it because it would freak her out. Like, I was fine with that. And um, so I went to, to, to... I was like, Dad, can you take me to Target? I want to get a board game. And I went to Target looking for a Ouija board. <laughs> Thought that you could just buy those in the store, which now you can because it became popular and they started reproducing them. But yeah. I was like, where do you find a Ouija board? <laughs> he's dying. No, he's not allowed on the table. You're not allowed on the table, bonkers. Pause now. We got, um, so our cat is also not allowed on countertops or anything, but obviously cats do whatever he, they want. He has his countertop. Oh, yeah. That's, that's where, uh, that's where his, his food is, and I have my counter. He, he pretty much has free range, and then other things are just like, absolutely not. Yeah. So the tops of tables, no. Yeah, I don't like them on the tabletops or anything, but, um, yesterday we had granite, um, installed in our kitchen. Uh, we're renovating our well, house. Well, hang on, hang on. So the Ouija board, did you end up getting a Ouija no, board? No, because you can't just buy a Ouija board at Target in 1998 like <laughs> so I was like where do you find a Ouija board in 98 like the internet wasn't a shopping place yet it wasn't it wasn't so it was it was it was just a way to look at naked people That's... <laughs> very slowly <laughs> <laughs> all right thank God parents are gone for three hours <laughs> I might get to see one tip <laughs> JPEG's almost done. <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh, that yeah, the internet was weird then. But um, no, we did not find the Ouija board, and that was disappointing. But looking back, that was so funny to me because like, you can't just summon the devil, eight-year-old Elka. <laughs> I had this uh, this book. Um, I think I got it from my mom actually, but it was by a guy named Cavendish. It's called the the dark arts or the black arts there is a, a chapter in it about summoning the devil and in a one chapter it gives this uh, pretty uh, detailed uh, instructions about how you do it you have to go to a, <clears throat> a certain crossroads at a uh, you know a certain certain uh, day of the moon cycle and has to uh, a certain event had to have happened at the crossroads then like you the ones in like Clarksdale Mississippi crossroads like Robert Johnson's? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And you have to uh, take, uh, you have to build your circle in the uh, in the dirt mm -hmm. of the crossroads with a cypress tree branch. It's a graveyard tree. Mm -hmm. So you build your circle out of that, and then at the stroke of midnight, you're supposed to rip a, uh, a black uh, cock, a rooster, in half, those and roosters then, are expensive. And then, <laughs> well, 
I guess you could ask the devil for for a new rooster. <laughs> <laughs> what do you ask of me? You owe me one rooster. <laughs> I don't want no devil rooster. I don't want no demon rooster. I want a good rooster. <laughs> you went through all of this. So yeah, I ain't done with you, but for starters, you you owe me one rooster. I loved Russell. He was my favorite chicken. Have you ever seen the black roosters, though? I've seen a black rooster? Yeah. Yeah. Like where their skin, like their uh, legs, what are their legs called? Their talons? Mm. Or their action? Their paws? (laughs) Their chicken paws? (laughs) They're they're black as well? Yeah. Oh, no, I've never seen. Their is black. Uh Uh-uh. They're that thing is black. All of it's black. Uh-uh. I was motioning towards my chin. No, it's, it's, <laughs> I was called the gobbler. Like I know that's not what it's called, but a wa- is it a waddle? A waddle? I, maybe that's on a turkey. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the chicken call is, bagok. <laughs> but but yeah, so you you do this, you rip the the bird in half, and you say like while this, it's alive or post mortem. The while it's alive. Oh, that would be tough. And. Holding you, on to a rooster in the first place. Yeah, and then you, you have to rip really it in half. You really want to see the devil to do all this. And then you say this, uh, I think that's like three or four words in Latin. Mm-hmm. And then you face, I think, the east, and you command the devil to come to you. And it says, he will come. Mm. It's like, out of the whole book, the whole book is very, like, sort of objective as far as just like like these are like sort of like the logic behind like things like numerology what they're talking about with alchemy uh with uh, uh the zodiac and then on um, the summoning the devil like just in like the steps itself like the final bit of it is just like he will come so like did you ever try it fuck no why would i i have nothing that i want from the devil at this point well, like, I wonder if you would have to, like, if you really want to see the devil, you're like, okay, I'm going to go. I've seen the devil in people a few times. Right? <laughs> Definitely have met him via other people. Um, but do you have to, like, practice? I wonder if the person who wants to visit the devil, if he would have to, like, practice ri- ripping the chickens apart. Like, you have to, like, get good and strong at I imagine those are, like, muscles you wouldn't usually use. Like, how do you train that? How do you train for meeting the devil? Maybe you just use a blade and like it still counts because like you make you cut it and then you can just I like perforate it first. Yeah, yeah. Give yourself a little head start. Yeah. Seems like a lazy way to meet the devil. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. Like there wouldn't be anything I would ask like the devil for. I feel like that. Like I would. I would. He would find a way to be like 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 your shoes are untied and like. You know, me me look down, and I look up, and he's like in the circle. <laughs> like, oh hell! <laughs> <laughs> Got me again. <laughs> I think that if I would summon the devil, I wouldn't want anything from him. I would just like ask questions. Like, I have a lot of questions. Can I see you play the fiddle? Yeah, I. Hey, you got some explaining to do. Let me know. I want to hear the solo that Charlie Daniels beat you at. Again. Uh, oh, it's, it's actually terrible. Like, yeah, it's like, like, <laughs> just like really. We haven't played in a while. 
So, actually, whenever whenever Charlie beat him, he was like, he's like, you can't embarrass me. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, if you want the song to be famous, <laughs> you gotta have my solo be kick ass. <laughs> Can you rewrite the solo for me, please? Don't tell everyone how bad it was. It's not finished yet. I won't take your soul if you don't. It's a whip. <laughs> it's, it's totally a whip. <laughs> He's only been working on it for 16 millennia. <laughs> hey, come on. He beat everybody else until Charlie Daniels, and that was, what, only like 50 years ago? He might have just beat them with submission. Or like, <laughs> he actually just beat them with the fiddle. Yeah. <laughs> like, I bet you can't beat me in a fiddle contest. You're wrong. <laughs> you know, fucked up and brought a knife to a fiddle fight. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hang on now. <laughs> <laughs> You even get like you know like the sound like when a guitar drops. You still hear like a couple of notes <laughs> dissonantly. <Wow. You> just... <laughs> oh, we should write a sitcom. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, yeah. What would you ask the devil? What would I ask the devil? Shitty solo. I don't know if I would ask the devil anything. Really? I don't think so. Got some explaining to do. <laughs> no, I would be terrified. I'd be too too. I'd, I'd be too chicken shit. Now, do you think he looks scary? He would look scary. I think it would look like a beautiful woman to me. Really? Yeah. Like a siren. Well, yeah. I mean, like it'd be like the siren of sirens, right? I mean, the supposedly like siren. like uh, Lucifer was, um, you know, a uh, like a demigod of music and mm. you know the arts and enlightenment and all these things and I think that's one reason why who is it some it's some like Masonic sect like back in the day was like uh, Lucifer was their god like because in their minds it was uh, Prometheus mm. right the fire giver and in the biblical name it was given to instead of Prometheus it was Lucifer mm. so I don't know now, if I met the devil, mm. that'd be a different set of circumstances. Uh, yeah, okay, so if you just passed him on the street, and you're like, "Hey, are you the devil?" I am. I think it'd have to be something more like like I'm like stuck on the subway or something. You know, like, <laughs> or just sort of be like, "Fuck, I, I'll talk with strangers or something." <laughs> Hi, ma'am. How are you today? I'm the devil. Like, she turns and like her face turns into mine, but like like. <laughs> That's how I would imagine. How do you even dream stuff like that up, Holder? <laughs> oh, I just pull it out of my ass and aliens. see if it works. The aliens I've just seen. Uh, I've never seen like a UFO or anything like that until this past Halloween. Like, what was it? It was off my front porch. It was uh, this thing. It was uh, as uh, as bright as the moon, but it was early morning. It was like six o'clock, and it moved like it was a drunk planet. I watched it for like 45 minutes and take my phone and take my phone out or anything because I thought that it was watching me. I thought because it's aware of being observed. <laughs> it uh, it looked like a uh, a little uh, uh, all-seeing eye. Yeah. Where there's a star, a triangular star in each corner of mm. this little uh, triforce thing, mm. and they were green tinted. And I was like, I was like, maybe it's a drone, man. Maybe it's a drone. Mm -hmm. And then I kept watching it, and it was not a drone. 
and I watched it until it started getting like bright outside, and then eventually it was just it just fizzled. Yeah, like dissipated. It was, or it just was went too. Away? It was just too bright to see. Uh. But there was there was n- nothing there. Like if, like if it were a, a drone or something like that, like it would have eliminated. Well, that. I had watched it for a long time too, and plus, like like it wasn't. Like I said, it was as bright as the moon. If it were a drone, it would have been pretty close, like to where I'm at, to have been that bright. Mm-hmm. Like I realized it wasn't the moon on a double take because at that time of day, the moon is in a different part of the sky. Yeah. So like, I opened the door. I'm walking out, and I'm, as I'm closing the other door behind me, I'm like, "It's not the moon." I look back, <laughs> and this is this is fucking like triangular, like a star. That's, that's moving. It's it's moving like it's got like cellophane right in front of it, and it's trying to like puncture its way out, but it can't really can't really get through it at all. That's my favorite song, "Cellophane in the Sky." Oh, I, I'm not familiar with that <laughs> with that tune. I, I never listened to much <laughs> listened to much of the Beatles after Kurt Cobain killed himself. <laughs> he was he was the best drummer. Hmm. Definitely my favorite. Yeah, way better than Freddie Mercury. What a putz. <laughs> so, are there any like, like, like uh, legends of lore, like in uh, that area of Germany, of like, uh, like creatures, like, like where I grew up in West Virginia, there was like, they had the the Mothman and they had uh, the uh, the Flatwoods monster. Flatwoods was like, I guess, more like kind of like a Bigfoot thing, yeah. like this thing in the woods. Like the what? skunk ape down here yeah um i don't know so my knowledge of german culture is a little strange because i grew up here in a multicultural family so it was like i don't know you kind of i missed all of that kind of stuff you would learn like in elementary school where you know what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. like where you're kids were talking about like dreaming up these big things or whatever steve urkel was really big in my first grade class (laughs) (laughs) i didn't know who he was really yeah (laughs) one of my favorite things about germany is they um like they watch the same tv shows right remember the dinosaurs show um the simpsons but with muppets yes (laughs) but um they it's the same show, but then it's German voice acting over the top of it, and it doesn't sound right when you're used to watching it in English, and, like, um, the Fresh Prince's voice is wrong, and you're like, wow, it's, like, a really weird experience to hear that. But, um, I don't know any, any creatures, really. We have lots of, like, fairy tale type stuff, like fairy tales. Um, they're really scary in Germany. Um, like the Struvelpeter. It's like, like cuts your hands off. Um, <laughs> why? why, why? <laughs> it's just the strobopanta. You just run into it and it just slices your hands off. It's a guy. He like cuts your. I don't remember the whole story now, but um, Rapunzel's a pretty scary one, I think. Um, like all the witch stuff, they're all like they're way scarier in like the original German versions. And then you know, lots of people know Krampus, and um, my one of my best friends. Uh, She's also half German, half American. And her grandma was telling us that when she was a kid, um, around Christmas... So Krampus is like the the Santa for bad kids, but way less fun than regular Santa. And <laughs> <laughs> so like, instead of getting coal, 
Krampus will just come scoop you up if you're bad, right? Um, so in her, when she was a kid growing up, like the in her village, somebody would dress up as Krampus, which is like the scary Santa, and he would go around, and like parents would be like, "Come scare the shit out of my kid." And he would scoop them up in a bag, like the ba- like parents would allow this. And she got scooped up in the bag by the dude dressed up like the Krampus to scare her into acting right. Did it work? Yeah, she turned out to be a pretty decent person, I guess. I'm pro Krampus. <laughs> Krampus 2024. Krampus 2024. <laughs> Please don't join a political party. I'll vote for you. Yeah, so it's more like the fairy tales were like. They like created to scare you into being right, you know, into doing what you're supposed to be doing. It's kind of way different for how American kids are raised now. Now it's that like you deserve to be heard. <laughs> you are special, and goddamn it, you need to make your parents aware of it. So, that's something else I really love about Germany is, um, this will probably be an unpopular opinion, but, um, the schools are tracked. So, in... Like they microchip all the kids? No. No. Like, in the fourth grade, they decide if you're going to college or not. Ooh. And the whole society recognizes that not everyone needs to go to college, not because you're dumb, but because our society needs tradesmen and you gotta play your strengths yeah and academia is not forever i'm not for academia i, yeah. I dropped the fuck out i mean my brother's not once. either he yeah my brother's the same way he's one of the smartest people i've ever met in my life but he's not one to sit in a classroom me i needed to go to college because i'm not good at doing a lot of stuff i'm pretty good at learning like that's where i needed to be but my brother needs to work with his hands like if it leaks oil he can fix it like he wants to fix it like you need people like that so the school system in Europe is based on just that, that not every kid is going to college. You're not smart and special. Like, maybe you're not. Like, there's something you're good at. There's something that we need you to do, like, something that you can contribute. But you're not super mega special. Like, you're not, like, nobody's that special. And I think that's a fine way to live. Like, it's okay to not be special. <laughs> you're probably special at something, but, like, the whole society is built on, like, efficiency and, like, being functional, not... Yeah, I think selling the pipe dream of you can be whatever you want no. is a bad pipe dream to sell. Yeah, that you're 10 years old. Sorry, bro. Jimmy, you're not a doctor. You're not doctor material. You know what you might be good at? Fucking taking out trash. I uh, I realized a little too late that uh, ath- uh, athleticism was not for me. <laughs> I think I was a, a junior in high school. It was the last year that like I did it. My senior year, I was just like, yeah, I'm not doing sports. I, uh, what sports did you play? Uh, football, baseball. I wasn't uh, uh, good at either of them. Baseball, I was. I was pretty good at batting, but like, I'm so slow. Like, I'm a, <laughs> like, I'm a good long distance runner, you know? Because it's just like, like, oh, we need to do this. Oh, it'll get done. It'll get Eventually. done. Yeah, I'm quick on my feet, but it was it was kind of like a Looney Tunes character where like you see the feet get <laughs> like moving. Yeah, and but, then you're like not really going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is like, man, look at the RPMs on that guy's hips. <laughs> <laughs> Just grinding it out. I, um, <laughs> when, I, I was, when I was younger, I did soccer, and two years I did Olympian wrestling. That was fun. I'm glad I quit once I started getting pubescent, though, because then, like, 
you know that's it just becomes a little weird when you've got like weird pubescent boners all the time and then it's like I'm gonna go to a wrestling meet and grapple I'm like nah I'll pass bro <laughs> uh, my husband wrestled um, for Arizona State did he really? yeah well, he's a pretty big dude anyway yeah he's um, I imagine to nurse those cats like you gotta, <laughs> you gotta be nimble you know? yeah and you have to be uh, well fed <laughs> <laughs> But um, that I was watching like some MMA thing. I don't know which one it was the other day, and um, so it's like half wrestling, half punching people in the face. And Jaden was with me, and I was like, "Can you imagine when you were wrestling if you could also hit people in the head?" He was like, "It would have been glorious." <laughs> I'm like, "You're a little too into that." But it was funny because like the so the sport is both wrestling and hitting people in the face and like one was clearly way better at hitting people in the face and the other guy was way better on the ground Mm -hmm. so like if they were standing up the wrestling guy was getting his ass whipped but if they were on the ground the punch of people in the face guy was getting his ass whipped so it was like a really weirdly matched fight but that was interesting because I don't know that would be fun to watch I imagine yeah I was was definitely invested (laughs) something about like like watching a fight you know it's, it's the gladiators you know, I'd much rather uh, watch that than I would, you know, like, oh, here's more footage of protesters and police battling it out. Yeah. I've always thought, like, I would want... So I, I was... I don't know how we got on this topic, but I never did team sports because I'm not very competitive among other people. Like, if I'm around competitive people, I'm like, you can just, ha- you can just win. I, I don't... Like, I'd rather just <laughs> skip all of this. Like, it's just very uncomfortable to me. So I don't I don't like the poor sportsmanship of the winner whenever like <laughs> I was like yeah Sick. <laughs> you're my bitch now yeah it's like Brad we're playing pool calm down it's just a game man I, I want to play again but not if you're gonna fucking start jacking off all over the fucking table <laughs> what a weird victory dance like, <laughs> like, Brad <laughs> please. <laughs> I know you're visiting from out of town, but I come here all the time. Please don't do this. Brad. I met someone called Chad the other day, and I was like... Was he a Chad? No, he was. He worked for uh, one of the big... He worked for Big Chicken. Big Chicken? <laughs> yeah. Big Chicken Chad. Uh, yeah, and he was like trying to sell me what a great company... I can't remember which giant chicken company it was. He was like trying to sell me what a great company it is, and I was like... <laughs> now, them other chicken people, let me tell you what they do. They don't do half as much of the quality control. They don't do as half as much into the ecological impact research that we do. Yeah. They don't do as half to the animal rights actors that we do. Let, let, me, let me tell you, motherfucker, we're on top of the whole thing. That is like, this is the conversation. Like, that was, uh, I just had a deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> He went out, and he's just like, man, I can't wait to talk about chicken to people. I know, yeah. He actually approached, so I was, my supervisor lives in Montana, and she works remotely. But she was in town. That lucky bitch. I know. She really, yeah, it's beautiful. She always sends me pictures of, like, Glacier National Park, which you can just, like, pop over to on the weekend. Yeah, Montana's like, stupid beautiful. Yeah, and she and her husband are, like, so super outdoorsy. Like, they go ice fishing, and they're camping, and hiking, and, like... I would fly so, fishing and like is she's living her best life for sure. I have no idea how to do any of that, but I would so like I would 
if I moved out to the wilderness, I'd be like, who's the smartest outdoorsman here? <laughs> you would be able to me. find him because he would be so off the grid. I'd be like, man, I need to find a place with internet access so I can YouTube. I need to Google this. <laughs> I would, though. Like, like that's some stuff that like I would want to learn in, like, the autumn and uh, winter of my life. You know? <laughs> just be like, like, all right, now how can I just detach completely from relying on other people but still have internet yeah that would be a tough one that would be the biggest challenge would be doing that while having internet (laughs) I figure you you kill enough moose you just you freeze it or you you dry you know you cook like everything you just prepare you just prepare then you're then you're good yeah that's always interesting to me like Jane was telling me about this guy in Montana or something, and he, like, lives completely off the grid or whatever, and a game warden got him, because he just kills whatever's around, and then he eats it, and um, I guess he got, um, a game warden arrested him for having killed something out of season, and they can get you for what's in your freezer, I don't know if you knew this, but, like, it's, like, even fishing, so, like, um, for instance, if you go to the flats trout fishing, you're allowed, I think, five trout within a certain range on your person, right? But that means at your house, too. So if you've got fish from last time you went fishing and your new five trout in your freezer, theoretically, a game warden could say you have too many trout. What the fuck? A game warden has so much power. Like, I, 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 I get it if it's, like, a really populated area and everybody's fishing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, like, especially, like, out there in Montana, like, it is, like, not a lot of people, like, out there. There's It's mostly wilderness in the whole state, you know? Yeah. And I, like, I understand why the game warden exists, and I think it's right and good. And, like, no, mo- there's, I don't know a single game warden that would ever really check your freezer and be like, you got, looks like you've got 14 trout here. Like, yeah. you're arrested now. Like, that's not really. Well, they have the- see, the freezer burn on these tells me that. <laughs> These here are about the same age as these here, and I count 12. Yeah. With the same layer of freezer burn. You've been hanging on to these. He clicks his pen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they could do that, but usually they won't. But anyway, this guy had killed something out of season and whatever. Then they went through his freezer, and they are like, okay, you're arrested or whatever. And he went to court and ended up dropping all the charges because he was like, I just eat what I kill like i'm here living in the woods like just sustaining myself like you can't stop me from living my life right you know like he's not so the game one obviously exists to stop like ruining the entire ecosystem oh yeah yeah totally i mean i don't think you should be like killing endangered species or anything like that or even just like killing stuff to hang its head on the wall and then not do anything with the rest of its body you know like do something with it yeah or don't kill all of them you know Yeah, but, the the, tro- the trophy killing, I, I, I feel like, is, isn't uh, uh, kind of past that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, again, like, if you, uh, you know, you kill you kill a deer and you harvest the deer and you keep its head, like, I mean, whatever. That's, yeah. that's fine. You're still using the animal, you know. But, like, some of these folks, like, they'll go on safari, like, like, like look, I killed, a, I killed a fucking elephant. It's like, why did you kill the elephant? <laughs> like, what did he do to you? Like, are you going to eat it? No, you can't eat that much elephant. Like, like that's bad karma. If you go back on safari, now you're likely to get eaten by something on that safari. Hopefully you do, because you earned it. Oh, my God. 
That'd be like the worst way to fucking go. Like, or like killing like lions and tigers and stuff too. Like what? I would t- now. I I will say this. I will totally eat a lion or a tiger because that thing would eat me. I have no remorse for, for eating sure, it. For sure, but just but, to kill it. Oh no! To go look for it and then kill it so you can say I killed it. Like what's like how small is your penis? Well, I mean, not as small as that guy's. <laughs> Did you like that segue? <laughs> I thought I handled the setup pretty well. Nice one, two, far away. Like. It's better than just sweating profusely. Just like, no, 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 no. How'd you know? <laughs> well, it's been a good show. <laughs> Click. No, there is um, <laughs> there, there, there is, there is something to be said about that. About like, like that sort of fake bravado you know what I mean but like the dude to be like 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 I'm going to go and hunt a tiger just to show how manly I am it's like bro what are you gonna do with that fucking tiger man like that tiger is gonna like fuck you up dude it should <laughs> <laughs> yeah I hope you get eaten on your way or a really bad tick or something now if a tiger is attacking me dear lord please let me kill it <laughs> Don't bring a fiddle to a tiger fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The the small small shred of animal rights activism that I have goes out the fucking window the instant that a fucking tiger decides it's gonna eat me. Yeah, I mean honestly self defense would be totally different. But just to like you were saying, just like trophy killing it makes no sense. Like But but I'm very for like that dude I was telling you about, like killing something to sustain yourself or your life and it's just you and or your community whatever like that shouldn't be regulated like so like it's everybody's land right technically public yeah. landowner <laughs> well it's, it's for the public but not not for you yeah. we didn't know the public was going to do this with it <laughs> yeah use it weird yeah i think that that's what they should Really, in a uh, in a perfect world, I think that uh, they should whatever our federal banking cartel is, they should dissolve that, take all the money, disperse it equally to every citizen, no business, every citizen, and give every citizen land. We have a lot of land that already exists, mm. and encourage people to instead of coming to the cities, go out and do more with the land we already have. But like our country isn't even set up for that. Like in. Jeremy. <laughs> uh, there's obviously lots of public transport and like rural communities are connected by rail. So like you can live in a rural community and still have the benefits of like working a better job in the city because you're connected. But here it's like if you're living outside of a city or suburbs, like you're completely disconnected. You have no opportunity. Yeah. Well, you, you can. You can get a Greyhound or take your own car. A greyhound, so it'll take you like four days to travel 30 miles. <laughs> you'll, you'll have to get a shot for STIs after you get off the bus. It's, yeah. worth, it's worth it, just trust me, just do it. No, there's, um, uh, back in the day, uh, it was during the, uh, the, uh, who was before Roosevelt? McKinley. Um, McKinley was pushing for the railroad. Uh, he, uh, kind of picked up where Lincoln was going with this idea of having 
a, a transcontinental railroad that would connect the entire world via railway system. Well, McKinley gets murdered. He gets assassinated in office. Roosevelt comes in, and when he sets up the uh, the national park system, one thing that he does is he prevents the railroads from building tracks through certain areas, in particular uh, around certain mountain ranges. They now have to go completely around a mountain range to do that. So the the irony is that some of these places that are public land is that you know the government for years has just been letting oil and fracking companies just go in there just do what they want Classic but you can't get food they can they can they can get carbon uh energy but you can't get food yeah it's genius our government (laughs) do you think our government has been in contact with aliens i'm sure like I don't know I feel like I don't okay I think if I can dream it up I'm not that smart then it has to be like somebody else already came up with it right like I'm sure there's like if there's communication with like even if it's just like waves or I don't I don't know like vibrations or something like I'm sure that they have found that and are like communicating with it yeah have you ever seen, um, there was this, I think it's from the uh, Eisenhower uh, era, it was uh, over the Capitol building, I think it was 1952, there was like this UFO or something, like somebody, a tourist was filming the Capitol building, and then you see this like giant UFO just come in. Have you ever seen that? Let me, let me pull that up real quick. Hang on. So did you ever uh, attempt to uh, summon the devil? After uh, after your failed Ouija board attempt? No. No, I never have some of the devil. Never attempted anyway. But like you said, I definitely feel like I've met the devil and some people. <laughs> I think people in the um in the uh, in the south are mosquitoes are, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that ad. Uh, I think people in the South are generally a, a lot kinder than people elsewhere. Maybe it's because they, they have a fear of hell and the devil and all that shit, like in the literal sense. <laughs> but, Maybe. But, I don't know, my husband always says, like, he's... When we talk about, like, religion, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so he grew up Mormon. And, oh really? Yeah, and he's never really been into it because to him it doesn't make any sense. And I, I personally am not super into organized religion. Like it, I've not really had any great experiences with it. But um, his comment is always that you don't have to threaten me with hell to make me a good person. Like you don't have to be religious to be a good person, and you shouldn't have to be threatened with some damnation to be a good person. You know? No, like, you shouldn't. You should just be a good person. Like, just do good things, and good things will come back to you. Like, <laughs> I've um, the especially the older I've gotten, I I just really almost have a disdain for organized religion and just the dogmatic thinking that it provides people almost this. Uh, they feel entitled or they feel self righteous in some way. I think that's. 
that type of feeling is it's even permeated outside of religion like now in the secular world mm-hmm. with you know like folks that are like like quote unquote woke that their uh, you know their their point of view is you know the only one yeah. it's they 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 found the key here we go 1952 oh my gosh <laughs> yeah like what the fuck is that what did that like go on the news I think so but it was 1952 how is it color then did they have they uh, likely went back and recolored it mm. um uh, we have a um, an extra 16-year-old living with us um, who was having a rough go at home, so we just... It's one of our... Um, my oldest stepson's friends. And um, we were just like, hey, if you feel good and comfortable here, like, you can stay here for a little bit if you want. So he's been staying with us and um, hanging out and just... I don't know. It's been nice having another... <laughs> I, I like having tons of kids in my house. <laughs> but um, yesterday he said something to me. He said... I've never met people so generous as you two, and it almost made me cry because this kid's 16, and I'm not trying to, like, toot my own horn, but, like, I don't feel like I'm doing anything extra or super generous, you know, like, I have the capacity to help him out, so I'd like to help him out, you know. It broke my heart that to hit, like, whatever he's experienced in his life, that's something, like, so crazy, you know, and I was like, gosh, like, what's... You should be that way, you know? Like, if you have the capacity to help somebody, you should help them. Yeah. And that's what I told him. I was like, we can, so we are. And I hope that whatever you take from it is that if you have the capacity to help somebody, you should do that in the future, too. But, yeah, just to that point of, like, just do good things because you are supposed to do good things, you know? (laughs) Yeah, not not out of fear you're going to face eternal uh, hellfire or anything. Yeah. No, there's a, you know, I, I'm I'm very very uh, blessed to have uh, grown up with the parents I did. I didn't realize like until I started like getting older, and like I started like dating people that came from like really broken homes, and I was like, holy fuck, dude! Like, like no wonder you're like traumatized and <laughs> fucked up. Like, holy shit! Like, you meet your like like these would be my in-laws like oh my god dude <laughs> no thanks oh. <laughs> I don't want to procreate with you <laughs> oh, let, me, let me sleep on this one Fuck. yeah but yeah like some some people they, they they've the notion of a, a good home is a Disney Channel lie mm-hmm. that you know they've been sold and like it's no no home is perfect by any means but like you you don't need religion in order to do good in the world. I would hope not. Like you shouldn't. <laughs> well it feels like it feels good to help people out. Like it really does, unless you're a psychopath, then it feels good to, you know, like wreck shit. But <laughs> no thanks. Like it's I, I find that better things happen to you if you do good things in the world. So but that's true too like so at, at work we do like uh does my team we do like a team development so we'll read like i don't know we read this book called positive intelligence i don't know if you ever heard of it i don't read 
Okay, well... I'm barely literate. <laughs> I usually don't read, and I'm usually not into anything, like, self-helpy. I'm very, uh... I don't know. Usually somewhere in the self-help book, I know, is religion finds a way in there. No, not in this one. But basically, <laughs> this guy is talking about um, how, as a kid, um, you experience things, and you develop these defense mechanisms. So it doesn't mean that like you only have these if you had a bad childhood or something like that. But just as a kid, you learn to deal with whatever's going on in your life by developing these defense mechanisms and then they start kind of controlling your attitude as you're older so one example is like he calls them saboteurs so um one of the saboteurs would be like um the controller so let's say that you're a kid in a family of six kids and you're the oldest one and your mom obviously there's six kids relies on you to help take care of the other kids so then you your defense is kind of controlling things to like, that's how you deal with things, is you're helping control things. And it's not like you had a bad childhood or something, but now you have kind of that controlling saboteur where you have a hard time letting go of things, you right. know, that sort of stuff. So there's these seven different ones or whatever, and um, they're fueled by the judge, which is that voice in your head that tells you, you're too dumb. Like, what are you doing? You're such an idiot. Like, you really royally fucked this up. You know, the one that we all have. But anyway, it's kind of talking like how um, the the converse of the judge is the sage. And that's when you um, empathize with yourself and you're like, no, I'm not stupid. I'm not an idiot. Yes, I made a mistake. But what did I learn from it? How do I build on that? How do we avoid it in the future? And it's like about communication, all this stuff, whatever. How to really empower your sage so that the saboteurs and the judge shut the fuck up in your head and you can be a more positive person. But anyway, the point of all that to tell you is that that positive energy like the sage empowers the sage and other people so if i'm a positive person and i'm not like we're working on a team together and you're like and we failed at our project or whatever and you're beating yourself up about it and i'm like what can we learn from it like me using my sage with you is going to build up your sage and as a team our sage power will be stronger and we'll be more productive people because that positive energy is contagious. Right. Just like negative energy is contagious. And I think it's the same thing with, like you said, like putting good energy into the world, you're going to receive more of it. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're literally saying, like, this is what I want. Yes. So <laughs> if what you're putting out there is, like, nasty, woe is me, like, low vibrational stuff, then yeah. that's probably uh, what you're going to get back. I think a lot of those people, a lot of times, like, there's... They, they feel so alone in their you know despondency that they feel that the only way that anybody can understand is for somebody else to feel as shitty as they do. Yeah. So the goal then becomes, I need you to understand, so I'm going to make you feel miserable so then you can see what it's like and then you'll understand and then we can fix like ourselves from that point on. Yeah. It's like... Ugh. That's a terrible way to go about it, pal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pass. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm out. Not on this one. Yeah. Yeah, I always say it's funny when like I don't know, like dating is hard, you know. <laughs> but um like I just don't enjoy it at all. No, it's not fun. Like God the this terrible time in my life trying to date. Like, <laughs> Some people complain about it like, oh, I only find these trashy people. And it's like, okay, well, like, what are you putting out? Nothing but trash. Yeah, it's like... Stay off of my garbage pile. That's (laughs) that's my trash. But really, what do you... You know, like, if you want somebody that's 
got a good job and takes care of their body and is wellness minded and saves money like are you doing that like are you the person that you would want to be with you know yeah what do you what do you have to offer yeah like if if you have nothing to offer the person that you're <laughs> trying to pursue <laughs> you might you might need to rethink your priorities a little bit <laughs> just saying well yeah i'm glad i don't have to date anymore i'm never doing that again <laughs> Nah, dude. Why would you? You're, you're fucking set, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's even more ridiculous now, like, with the whole COVID thing. Like, like with me, like, I still have dating apps because, of course, why not? But, uh, like, they'll have some things on there where it's, like, categories where it's, like, like, like let's talk about, like, COVID and vaccinations. It's, like, oh, no. Why? No. no. People, people will have shit on there just, like, 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 fully vaccinated, hoping to find somebody the same who likes Jesus and hunting. It's like, it's like, Hunt, hunting Jesus? Or <laughs> <laughs> like storm chasers? <laughs> <laughs> there he no, is I, over there. Look at him. That'd be way more interesting. Son of a bitch, he's feeding the hungry. <laughs> Get the net. Get the net. <laughs> Hate it when he does that. <laughs> See, that'd, that'd be a good, uh, good, like, little skit segue. Hunting Jesus. <laughs> People would think he would be like Jesus as a hunter, but no. Mm-hmm. We're hunting oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's being hunted. <laughs> They asked for years, have you found Jesus? We thought it was just a joke. <laughs> Nobody took him seriously. <laughs> but also, like, why is he immortal? <laughs> like, if he's still alive, like, do you really think he could, like, you could take him down? It's, it's gotta be like hunting a leprechaun at that point, I yeah. feel, right? Like, <laughs> and good luck. <laughs> What was it? They had a, an old show. It was like Monster Quest or something like that, where mm-hmm. it was like it was probably on like you know the History Channel, you know, because that's historical. What's that guy? The aliens guy? Oh yeah, <laughs> that people. I'll run to people, you know, especially like wearing like you know like my NASA shirt and whatnot. Like like, oh, you must like ancient aliens. I'm like that show fucking sucks. Dude. <laughs> like there's a ancient aliens debunked. That's a that's a good uh, good watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. I never really got into any of those shows. Ancient, ancient aliens? No, just don't. Did you watch the one about the treasure on the island? And they're like looking for this treasure. No. Is it Oak Island? Maybe. It's like an ancient buried treasure or something. Like yeah, that. like a sunken ship or something, and like all this weird tumultuous history about trying to find the treasure and these people get a TV show and of course they think they're going to find the treasure but then like every episode is like such a cliffhanger where it's like and I don't know it's just like cliffhanger and disappointment cliffhanger like of course they're not finding the fucking treasure but then they like really build it up and then like nothing happens like they're digging and like nothing happens every single episode it's terrible <laughs> my brother's obsessed with it so it's just so fucking good. You're like, they're just digging and not finding shit. <laughs> Any second now. <laughs> He's like, man, can't wait for the next season. The next season of digging and not finding shit? Oh, no. Hairball. Monkeys. You alright, bro? 
Bonkers watches that show <laughs> a lot. He it makes really him gag. What's the name of it? <laughs> this digging show? Oh, something of? about Oak Island. I Oak think. Island? Yeah. I can't remember the name. But anyway, they never find anything and they just dig a lot. <laughs> but it has like multiple seasons. Like, how is somebody funding this? What's like the, what was it, Ghost Hunters or something like that? Where like every place they go, somebody on the staff will be like, What's that in there? Oh God! And like, like, oh, I saw something. It's like, did you did you get anything? Oh no, we didn't get anything. But oh, trust me, this place, the spirits, I feel them. <laughs> yeah, or it's just like shaky camera footage of them yeah. like running away, and it's like, but what did you see? And they show you the sound clip, and it's like, beep, like. <laughs> wait, wait, rewind that back. <laughs> it sounds like, let me out of this room. <laughs> yeah. Like, really? It's just like one of the camera dudes like, pass the Cheez-Its. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you alright, bro? You alright, you cat? <laughs> this is a weird thing with hairballs where he doesn't like actually hack up the hairball. He just hacks. He just hacks. I watch him now, like just like exorcist level, profusely vomit pieces. <laughs> Please no. <laughs> oh my <He's>, god! <laughs> Why'd you feed your cat pea soup in the first place, Coulter? <laughs> His fucking head starts spinning all the way around. Oh, I don't know if I could handle that today. Well, I don't think I could handle that any day. Like, oh my god! <laughs> that would be a surprise, an unwelcome one. You right, bro? Alright. It seems like he's good now. What were we talking about? Um. H oh, the treasure hunting. Oh, yeah. And like ghost hunters and shit like that. You know, you put like dramatic violin music behind it. <laughs> and like that, like those risers. I was like, Hing! like really <laughs> yeah. tense sounding stuff. I wonder if like what it was with like at least the, the Oak Island dig digger show <laughs> was like like they they probably had all this money to like like we're gonna we're gonna make this documentary and then like nothing happened like nothing happened they're like uh, maybe we could sell it to abc or discovery <laughs> history channel they'll buy this trash <laughs> but yeah i didn't understand the draw of it because every episode was exactly the same i, I just don't like what does that have to do with history it's like that uh, uh the monster uh, quest or monster hunters the show initially uh, brought up like it's on the history channel and it's dudes that are trying to prove that like sasquatch and chupacabra are real it's like well one you think this this truth with air quotes is going to be coming on discovery channel or history channels monster quote don't you think this would maybe come on the news yeah like, like we've we found bigfoot exists also bigfoot would be a mammal right mm. and so if there's if there's like a family of big feet, then you know they would be populating, right? So then you would see them and they would be found. But it seems that there's only one, and he's a mammal, so he can't have that long of a lifespan. Like he would be dead by now. Maybe and he's, he's not a reptile. Like if it was a reptile, he can live for a bazillion years. But a mammal's not gonna live that long. Maybe so. he has an incredibly low heart rate. <laughs> like it's just like. Boom. 
<laughs> that he moves so slow. That's why nobody sees him because he's still in the same spot. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Some somebody funneled money into this fucking show. <laughs> nobody looked in the same spot twice. That's the problem. Nah. <laughs> Either that or they only looked in one spot and they're like, like hey, Greg, maybe we should try a different location in this pretty big national park. No, 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 no. This is where I saw him. Kendall Robertson's account is specific about these two trees <laughs> being where he saw it. We're not changing camp. This is where it happened. All right. There's some weird noises going on the other hillside over there. Just want to let you know. Now the Squatch will come to us. Like, what would you do if you met a Sasquatch? I've, I've heard from a couple of uh, folks in uh, Lanier County that uh, there's always uh, rumors of folks in tree stands mm-hmm. like early in the morning and they hear something which they think is a deer coming behind them and then whenever it passes and they look down and it's this bipedal creature like walking on two legs. That would freak me out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would just instantly think like, oh my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> like, this is how I die. Okay, but why has no one ever shot at them? I don't know. Maybe they're... I don't think that they would be found in a lot of places people are found to begin with. You know, I don't think it would be found near rivers. But or you're anything. saying like the people in the tree stand, you're already armed. Well, and you have advantage of being above it. Yeah, like I think you would think that like maybe it's just a person in a ghillie suit or something. But okay, but at the same time, like <laughs> I don't know. Whenever like I saw like that <laughs> the snake yesterday, and I first wanted to grab, it, I was like, okay. How am I gonna grab this? And it's sort of looking at me like, and he's like, "Oh, you ain't gonna do shit." And he just like <laughs> casually slithered by. And I was like, "Oh, he's fucking quick. The nerve on this guy. Oh, he's gone. Had to wait." Didn't you talk with Samson about snake catching? Um, yeah, he hasn't been out here. There's some of the. I'm sure, like. How about my first question? What do I do if I encounter a snake? How do I get it? Um, well, I mean, I ended up getting it. You know, just not eloquently. You know. <laughs> I, had to, I was wearing shorts, but then when I didn't recognize what kind of snake it was, I was like, I should probably throw some pants on in case it, like, bites my leg so or something. So you had, like, a wardrobe change. I had it. to, which is good, because it ended up biting my leg. Oh, my <laughs> I gosh. Had to have, like, <laughs> you know, thank goodness I had my denim <laughs> shin protectors. I mean, it wasn't a big snake or anything, but it was, it was, like, almost three feet long. That's a pretty big snake. Yeah. That's bigger than a snake I'd like to deal with. Yeah, yeah. But, uh... <laughs> so like I come back out when I'm like ready to catch it and then I see that there's two of them I'm like, I'm like oh fuck like, I'm definitely underprepared for this no, okay, so, so that was aliens and they were spying on you I don't, I don't think that's accurate uh, <laughs> uh, what are the chances two snakes came to visit you they were molting and I think because they were like there's snakes all, all around over here because of the trees and whatnot, but the steps there was a the steps are brick and there's a small crack that was in it so i think that they had just gone in there to sort of like cool off mm-hmm. like after they had uh, molted with their uh, their brand new they, sensitive skin they want to get sunburned yeah 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 they're probably just like like, like oh man this is dreadfully hot <laughs> but then once it started cooling down they're probably like coming 
coming out to yeah. like scope everything and i think they sent one out to be like hey be the scout go <laughs> see if the coast is clear do your snakes hang out together though yeah i mean i i don't know i don't know that was the only the only thing i can think of again because i'd never seen them was that like they use the steps to sort of help themselves molt that skin yeah. off and then afterwards they were like like okay let me let me cool off from from this <laughs> that was a lot of work i broke a sweat yeah we found that um at our house i have a little like brick den area i call it secret garden and um we found a snake skin there where he had used the bricks to like scrub his skin off mm -hmm. <laughs> sure enough yeah after i had um <laughs> one of them like when i saw there was two i like, flung over the back door and i was like aha and one of them went back in, a, in his little snake hole and then i got one of them and then but i had it by its tail and it was still long enough to swoop over the, the little uh, stick peg that I had. The peg was only about like two feet long. So it was long enough to swoop back over and try to like start striking at my hand. Oh my gosh. So of course I like I like panic. So I'm like, oh, and I fling it. So it lands in the back porch. <laughs> you, so you put the snake in your house instead of getting yeah, it Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and I, was like, I was like, no. I was like, no, dude, no. So I mean, Roll away. It didn't, like, want to, it didn't want to be in there either. It was like, no, please, no. <laughs> so it starts going the opposite way across the yard. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, no, like I gotta, like I gotta, I'm on a mission now. So I, I stumble and catch on the other side of the house. And at this point, my pants I realize are now just above my my kneecaps, and I'm waddling <laughs> my fat ass through the backyard. And I see my neighbor, and I, I was curious to know his opinion on on the snake. <laughs> so I, as I told you, I gave a big, uh, I, I went like, whoop! <laughs> so he would see the snake and uh, he's, like, he's like, oh hell, that's scary. You got anything to kill it with? I was like, I don't want to fire the shotgun off right now. <laughs> so he grabbed a baseball bat. And, a baseball bat? Two, two, two whacks, it was gone. It was gone. The two whack snake. Yeah, but yeah, after I I got over there. He's like, he's like, uh, he went to go grab the bat. My pants just fell all the way down. Then my <laughs> sunglasses broke, and then the the snake tried to lean back and uh, oh, bite again. But now, but now my pants were down, so I'm just like, like, ah. Oh. So I let go. Why did your pulled, pants fall down? Because they're too, they're too big now. <laughs> like, I have to have a belt with them. These these were culture bands from so like two were, years ago. You were literally caught with your pants down. I, I was. And he comes back over and now he sees me without my pants on, like holding the snake. <laughs> <laughs> like, holy shit, man. I was like, my pants fell down. But yeah, so then one whack with the snake and then, you know, <laughs> it, it rele released its, uh, its coil around the, the stick I had and then one more on the head and it was gone. So. I was just I was just gonna throw it across the road, but he was he was not a again, I was curious to find out his opinion. And. So at work we had in the warehouse we had a um, a giant ice machine that we had moved from the break room down to the warehouse because the water line was messed up anyway. So anyway, I got moved to the warehouse and 
it's a refrigeration system, so it creates a lot of heat, um, expels a lot of heat, you know. So, from the outside, not the inside. It's <laughs> so, 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 so counterproductive of a unit. It's the opposite of a good time, okay? But, um, Go ahead and turn up the ass machine get nice and warm. <laughs> Hot ass. Hot ass. <laughs> Sounds like one of those, like, tricks southerners will play on, like, a, a visiting tourist. Yeah. Like, Oh, you should go in there and ask for a cup of hot ice. Yeah, <laughs> Stupid motherfucker. <laughs> Ain't so smart, is you? Yeah. <laughs> and Carl, you're driving away all of our customers. Please don't do that. Carl! <laughs> you know our hot ice is on short supply. We won't have Stop any more until Monday. Stop tourists about our secret. Um, anyway, I said there was a snake that took up residence, it was in the winter, took up residence under the ice machine because it was so nice and toasty down there. And um, the guy who worked in the warehouse at the time was apparently very scared of snakes. So my husband was there. He um, owns a heating and air company and he does refrigeration work there as well. So he was there working on the ice machine because it's a giant piece of junk since been replaced. But um, <laughs> he was working on the ice machine and there's a snake working where he's working so he like picks up the snake and turns around and the guy that works in the warehouse is like ah! <laughs> like runs away screaming and Jake's like what? <laughs> I guess it was like a, a snake or something pretty normal. So he walks it over to the building next door and just like throws it in their parking lot and it like came back. Well, of course it's gonna come back. <laughs> it's like dude it's warm here take me back home. <laughs> so he came back and um, I don't remember what they ended up doing with it, but um, we don't have the snake anymore. Or that ice machine. <laughs> they just sold the whole machine. They're just like, just put it in the machine and sell it. <laughs> Get a new one. Free snake with purchase. <laughs> uh, we did sell the machine, but um, not with the snake. <laughs> I'd, I'd seen snakes around here before. There was one, one time I was coming out the front door and it was resting on the little hinge on the storm door. I open it up and I feel something ah! fall on my head. And I look down and it's this little oak snake. I'm like, huh. Well, that's not, that's not fun. <laughs> that was not my idea of a good start to a day. I mean, you know, at least it wasn't like, like a bird shitting on my head where I would, then I'd be like, well, I have to go inside and <laughs> delay my plans for, for a moment. My friend I was telling you about that, the half German one that I lived with her in Belgium and we traveled all over Europe together. I don't know what it is about her, but she gets shit on by birds all the time. Like, I've never met someone to be shit on by birds so much. <laughs> I think I've said this before, but you know, I think about, you know, the, the they say comforting, like, well, that means good luck. Like, when a bird shits on you, it's good luck. I think whatever it was, it like... It means I have to throw away my cardigan. Like, that's not a good day. <laughs> I, I think, like, whoever came up with that, it was, like, probably someone like a bride on her wedding day, and the bird shits on her, and she starts having a nervous breakdown. Like, no, 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 Chloe, this is great. This, this is the best... It's, it's great news. Oh, my God. When a bird shits on you. On it, your wedding day? On your wedding day! Wow, Chloe. Can we get a picture of this photographer? <laughs> there she is. <laughs> like, hysterically crying but forcing a grin through it. <laughs> I feel like that's probably how a lot of those, like, weird... What are those called? 
not superstitions, but like yeah, they're not omens. Like, it's like if a bird shits on you, that means your firstborn <laughs> child will be dead by dawn. <laughs> oh hell! <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I don't want kids. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've read too many tales of talking birds and omens. <laughs> no thanks. Now when I have to give my firstborn to the devil when I summon him. Yeah, hey, I mean, that's, that's the price you're going to pay in this world, you know? <laughs> yeah, you know, I'd probably be pretty attached to him, so. What yeah. would those things be called? Like, they're, like adages, old that's, sayings or something? Well, it, yeah, that's like a saying, you know, but I mean, a saying is also, you know, beer before liquor, never thicker. Yeah, liquor that's before what beer, I have no fear. It's like, I don't think, I don't think that's true. I think it's just be mindful of your alcohol. <laughs> like, maybe don't mix it up so much. <laughs> maybe you're not the tank you think you are, and you're not <laughs> as charming drunk as you think everybody thinks you are. Yeah, either. I'm definitely not a charming drunk. <laughs> I, I charm. As elusive as it can be with me sober, <laughs> it's even more so. Yeah, I'm also not a charming normal person. So. <laughs> I told a girl once when I was drunk, I was like, I can smell your pussy from here. She was receptive to it, as it turned <laughs> out. <laughs> it was it was not a bad move. It was it was not the right person for me, mind you. But under the circumstances. Hey, sometimes that's all you need. I mean, mission accomplished. So. Ground control was cheering back home. Just standing up, applauding. The guy in the white cardigan just sitting down, like breaking out tears, like, I can't believe. Crazy son of a bitch. We did it. <laughs> we did it. So, my brother owns a motorcycle shop, and um, I don't know if you've ever spent much time with bikers, but they're. I just look like a biker with the, uh, <laughs> the facial hair. You just meet some really interesting people. Like, so that's funny about like I guess like subcultures. It's like it pulls groups of people that you wouldn't normally put together, but then you have something in common, obviously. So that right. if you like to ride motorcycles, you just end up with some very eclectic folks. <laughs> anyway, there's this one dude that um, comes in a lot. Um, he used to be in like a real motorcycle situation where like they run drugs and like do bad stuff. You know, like a one percenter they're called. And um, he's spent time in prison, whatever, but now he's just a old dude dying of cancer that likes to ride motorcycles. But anyway, <laughs> he's talking about, um, I guess, I don't remember what we were talking about, but he was talking about how you, back in the day when he'd pick up women, he'd go to the bar and be like, hey girl, you want to fuck? And I was like, oh my god, like, surely you got slapped in the face all the time. He was like, yeah, I got laid a lot too. <laughs> I guess it's gotta work sometimes. <laughs> it's it's stupid. It's stupid. It's like it's like oh my god, my parents heard me say such things. If my grandmother was now from hell itself heard me say these wretched things, she'd be like oh my god. Actually, she might actually get a kick out of it. I've I've actually said some foul things at like Thanksgiving dinner. Before and she she's been the only one like sitting there like <laughs> is that Debbie's mom? Yeah. I don't think Debbie would be offended that we said that. <laughs> no, I think she would just be shocked. My dad would probably be like, "Why would you say that? Why are you talking? Why are you talking about that? Don't do that." I love when I see your dad because um, he 
like I don't know if he just like doesn't pay attention to people's faces like and he sees a thousand million people a day because he works at Publix so every time I see him I yell at him because he doesn't hear very well <laughs> I'm like Bobby Reigns and I like wave at him and he's always just like crazy lady yelling at me at the public parking lot. <laughs> he's He's been like that since before he became an old curmudgeonly <laughs> bastard. Whenever he was younger, like in his 40s, we'd bring people over to the house and he'd be like, what? Who? Oh, hi. <laughs> Debbie tells me like, so I work out with your mom several times a week. That's why I know her so well. But, um, she was telling me that he'll be like, I think I saw one of your friends at work. And she's like, which one? What'd she look like? Like, looked like one of your friends. I'm like, what? <laughs> Not very descriptive. <laughs> They're funny. Yeah, your mom's one of my favorite people on the planet. She's she's a bad motherfucker. She really is. I don't, I don't is. know many other uh, women... Uh, almost 70 years old that listen to metal and take Krav Maga and work out. But, yeah, but she, first of all, she doesn't just take Krav Maga and work out. This lady, like, I consider myself pretty strong and I like to lift heavy stuff. Like, that's what I like to do when I work out. Like, I'm not into tons of reps or cardio or HIIT workouts or whatever. Like, I want to pick up heavy shit three times and then be done. I like I like a strong 45-minute workout where I'm just <laughs> like, all right, Keep the heart rate elevated. No, no, don't stop. This next muscle group, go on. No. We we do the front shoulders. Now we gotta do the back part of the shoulders. That's that's why that's why I like. I, I don't like the whole. Some people will go to the gym. They'll like talk and whatnot. Like yeah. not me. I uh-uh. I go in there. I bust that out and being being done. Ah. Uh. I'm a social worker outer. Well, I figure, like you're friends with my mom because she's 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 a chatty Kathy. So. <laughs> she's a mess. But yeah, so I would consider myself pretty strong. Like I can squat three fifteen for oh, five wow. reps. Like I'm pretty strong. I deadlift pretty well. I, I'm like embarrassed when I get on the cable machine after your mom because this lady can do. She pulls so much weight, man. Like I cannot, I cannot do pull downs. Anywhere near what she can do. And she'll, like, knock out 20 reps at, like, 150 pounds. And I'm like, Debbie, how are you doing this? You're this tiny lady. <laughs> she'll do uh, cheerleaders, which is kind of, it's an all-over exercise, but largely um, back. Where you start with the dumbbell kind of between your feet at the bottom. And you pull it up into a Cuban. And then you lift it with your lat. She does that like a 30-pound weight. Like, knocks out tons of reps. Because your mom will go for reps. Tons of them. And I'm just like, how are you doing this? Like, it's insane. My, uh, I call my little MILF weights. I have two uh, seven-pound barbells. <laughs> it's, it's what I would do during COVID, though, because I was just like, I was like, fuck, man. Like, I can't just, I have to do something. Yeah. Like, I have to do something. Like, a shitty, like, low-weight workout is better than no workout. Yeah, for you know? sure. And even just staying in that routine, that habit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's helpful. It works. I'm really glad that uh, my mom and dad started, like, after, uh, you know, they both retired. Because then I was just like, fuck, man. Are they just going to, like, balloon out and, like, get old like most people do? And they, uh, like, my dad, after he retired, he, he went with his brother uh, in an RV to Canada, I think, mm-hmm. for a month or two. And then he discovered what Netflix was. And... 
I've he, heard he's really into Hallmark movies. He, he is. It's, it's, <laughs> he likes action, and he also likes, you know, like, estrogen-fueled, like, <laughs> rom-coms that are made for TV movies. Yeah. Around November every year, Debbie's like, Bobby's found a new Christmas Hallmark movie to watch. <laughs> he, like, prints out the calendar of what, and, like, checks them off if he's seen them. Yeah. That is the cutest thing ever. <laughs> he, he, like, he, likes, he likes movies a lot. He, Like I said, he uh, before he started uh, uh, working for uh, for Publix, after he retired, he, uh, when he found what Netflix was, he probably gained like about 40 or 50 pounds. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, and I had never seen, like I've been like a fat kid like pretty much most of my life. I'd never seen like my dad get like chubby in the slightest. <laughs> like, Holy shit. <laughs> You really did discover what Netflix was, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> you poor bastard. <laughs> you have no dopamine left in you. Just like, yes, I'm still watching. Why do you even ask? <laughs> it's, it's not like he got into, like, series or anything like that. Yeah, he's just I, watching these weird movies. Yeah. I think because in his mind, he's like, he's like, I'm not going to waste that much time. Like a, a series TV, that's too. That's too much. Days of watching television? I no way. I don't like that. <laughs> I'm just gonna watch 82 hour movies instead. I don't get. Where are the explosions in the titties at? Where's? <laughs> what kind of movie is this? There's no romance. There's no boom boom. <laughs> he doesn't talk like that at all. It's, he does. He does it, but that's 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 my dad. That's my dad voice. What the hell is dead. this? <laughs> he called My, when he was, or when I was uh, 16 or 17. You know, I was finally given some autonomy. You know, I, I had a I had a truck I could drive. I had a I had a, a job. Uh, they told me I didn't have to go to church anymore if I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. I had uh, I had a a phone in the truck in case my dad said he ever wanted to reach me that I could always or I always have to answer mm-hmm. it now. This is one of these old phones that it's not the kind that's connected into the car, but it's the same size and it's connected with this big spiral yeah. cable. When you call somebody or when somebody calls you, it doesn't even show you the number, it just display the word call yeah. instead. If somebody, if you had a missed call, it wouldn't tell you who called, it just said call. <laughs> cool, thanks for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> So it's just like, all right, so I'm going to spend Friday night sitting in my truck waiting for somebody to call back, hoping that they wanted to hang out. <laughs> just call everyone you know. Could you call me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. That sounds like fun. But no, one time I was driving it, I get a call, I answer it, and it's my dad. And the whole phone call was this. Like, Colton, where the hell did you put the goddamn remote at? Oh, wait, never mind. I found it. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did another one one time asking why I touched the thermostat. I, I what a dad. I never touched the thermostat. I knew better. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had seen other people drive. That's funny because my dad, um, he's very thrifty. So, like, a lot of these weird quirks are fueled by saving money. So, we were not allowed to touch the thermostat and run the air all the time, right? So, he keeps it at. 72 or 74 depending but you're not allowed to touch it I, now I am like he that's when I knew I had become an adult in his eyes I'm allowed to move the thermostat so Elka now that you're a married woman <laughs> you can touch the thermostat I think it's purely because my husband fixes the air conditioner 
You hold too much power here. <laughs> well, I, I, I've been giving it some serious thought. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, my friends all... So, I had, like, a close group of friends, and, like, we were just kind of inseparable. You know how you are when you're in high school. Mm. And my friend Brooke laughs about when one night she got up in the middle of the night she was hot so she just went and changed the air and knocked it down and went back to bed and when we woke up we had hell to pay my dad was so pissed off i thought like yelling at my friend you know like, usually your parents will like tell you like hey tell so and so not to do that shit again whatever no he's like going off on brooke like she's his own kid like <laughs> threatening our lives about these two degrees that she knocked the air down and she'll still tell that story she'll be like don't touch Tom's air conditioner okay pulls out a chart <laughs> of prices and what two degrees can lead to yeah he uh, he's pretty serious about the air conditioner he always and now he's older so like I don't know what it is about old people but they're always cold I guess um and so now the air is always so hot. So like we come in, we're like, Dad, please can we change the air? It's so hot in here. He's like, Well, I'm a little chilly. Like, no, you're not, Dad. It's hot in here. <laughs> you're just being contrary to piss me off. <laughs> yeah, a few years ago, my parents were talking about that they wanted to like move back to like the mountains. And I think in my mind, I'm like, that doesn't seem like that's gonna happen. Yeah. Like you guys are kind of gonna need some warmth. <laughs> Years go probably breathe better here, Mom. <laughs> Who do you know up in these mountains? Nobody. <laughs> you guys really want to start over at yeah seventies, like you know, sixties. Wait, I mean, your mom a bit. Both of them are so friendly. They make so many friends wherever they go. I mean, they might depending on the neighborhood. It might be a neighborhood where they're like, like we don't like friendly people around here. <laughs> Hate friendly people. Where are they hiding? <laughs> Tom, why don't you go sneak on their property and <laughs> see what they're hiding? Go trespass a little bit. Just a little bit. So, I was telling you, I heard about Montana. She said that um, Montanans are not very friendly, that they hate anyone who's not from Montana, pretty much. So, they've had a really tough time making friends there. And um, they particularly hate Californians because Californians are moving to Montana. And, um, like we don't like these cement people here, you know. And um, <laughs> bringing all their liberalism, <laughs> changing so, Montana. <laughs> when um, she meets anyone new, she has to like immediately be like, "I'm not from California, I'm from Georgia, I'm from Georgia." <laughs> like they still hate her, but a little bit less. <laughs> well, you guys got guns, so I guess you're all right. Yeah. <laughs> and how? <laughs> I remember. It's a couple years ago, but I was like at a Flash Foods and like some dude, some, some, <laughs> some dude, yeah, big, big rip to Flash Foods. <laughs> they they lost the fight to Circle K, uh. but uh, some dude just walked in there, just like pistol on his on his side, and nobody nobody like thinks anything about it. Then like another couple comes in, and clearly not from Georgia, mm-hmm. and they they see it, they're just. Like looking around, just like, like, where's the panic? Wait, what? This man has a has a pistol on him. Why? Why is nobody doing anything? <laughs> probably more pistols in the room than. <laughs> probably and, a few more you don't see. <laughs> just, just, just saying. Wink, wink. <laughs> we were talking about that at well, 
No, you shouldn't say that. Never mind. <laughs> you, you, you can say where we can always use them a different name. This is Elka Smith. <laughs> yep, John Smith, John Q Smith. <laughs> but I, I was thinking. Well, I don't always think about it. Uh, so, but like, what a culture shock it probably is for people to come to the south if they've never really experienced the south one like is it like what i see on tv and two like is this all really normal for them the answer to both is yes (laughs) the i think more people they're normally like shocked by like like i thought you guys would all have the accents down here it's like well i mean there's different levels of the accent (laughs) like i've got a drawl but you know i don't have much of a twang going on for me (laughs) but yeah, there is a... Where's, where's it at? It's in Florida, which, I mean, North Florida's culture is not too different from South Georgia's culture, but it's it's on the way to the Suwannee, and, uh, you know, they've got, like, that giant Confederate flag that's, like, hanging by the yeah. interstate. Yeah. So I was... Uh, this was years ago. I was coming back from Orlando uh, for Thanksgiving with a classmate of mine, and he was from Colorado, and uh, we're coming up, and he sees... <laughs> This giant fucking Confederate flag. He's like, he's like, oh my god. He's like, you, he's like, this is this is normal. I'm like, yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not really fond of that gas station myself. <laughs> it's a different part of Florida than Orlando. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're in, the, you're in the South now. Well, my favorite inter, uh, interstate. Uh, sightings in the south is on 75 heading north like i think it's like just south of cordial or something there's a white billboard that just says hashtag secede (laughs) (laughs) it's a nice break from all of the abortion uh ones all the ones on the way to florida (laughs) it's like man they really want you to know you're in florida like really, really bad. Well, you know what it is is the like. <laughs> there's no place to get an abortion in Georgia, really. Possibly Atlanta, so you pretty much have to go to Florida. So that's why all those signs exist because people are going down. Like that's a thing that people have to go to Florida for. <laughs> My favorite. I'm sure one. that's going to change their mind. Yeah, bit. I know exactly. That billboard is totally going to change. You their know, mind. I hated Cracker Barrel until I saw that sign on the roadway back there. <laughs> Now I'm thinking exit 64 might be a nice uh, time to stop and get a bite to eat a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> My favorite one of those signs is um, it's like blue and it has a little white baby seal on it and it says save the baby humans. What? <laughs> Maybe that was like the second edition. Like it used to be the first one and it was just the marred up corpse of like a baby that they had aborted. <laughs> And they're like, here's our billboard. <laughs> like the, from um, the first Episcopalian church of North Florida. Hashtag Jesus loves you. <laughs> Christ saves. <laughs> I, those are funny too. Those are mostly in Georgia heading south. Um, the ones that are like. The answer to sin is death. <laughs> or like. The, the answer to death is Jesus or something like that. <laughs> or it's like these zombies and it's like. Don't turn into one of these. Love God. And I was like, what? Like, <laughs> Please open your books to Proverbs 2, verse 4. We're going to talk about zombies today. Yeah. I'm like, what? 
I mean, I guess you could spend your money on anything you want to spend it on, but it seems funny that that wouldn't be a little bit more regulated. Yeah, it seems like it's literally preaching to the choir. Because, yeah. like, the only people that are going to drive by that and just be like, it's about time that they put up that bill. Hell yeah. It's not going to change anybody's mind. No. No. If, if Well, it might change their mind just be like, that church is a little too out there for my family. <laughs> I don't know that I want to be around these people. <laughs> oh, you know, when they greet you and they call you brother and sister and they're like, they give you the eyes that they haven't blinked in two days. It's like, <laughs> like, oh, hello. Come on in. So good to see a nice, strange face. Uh, yeah. Brother Ben, stop the ceremony real quick. We have new friends. Oh, God. Yeah. I never liked going to, I only ever, my parents didn't really go to church. My mom grew up Catholic. My dad, uh, Methodist. And um, they never made us go. They didn't go. Like, we just church was never really part of my life. But then, like, spending the night at friends' houses on a Saturday night, you'd get up and go to church with their families or whatever. And it, I never liked it. Like, it always made me feel weird. Like, I never liked being in church. With Catholic ceremony, I was used to start Catholic school in second grade. Mm-hmm. So I did that for seven years. But it was forty-five minutes to an hour. You're done. Yeah. And you're out. I would spend the night at a friend's house and go with them to church and be like, four hours? Like, you guys are spending all Sunday, like, doing this? Like, oh my God, dude, no wonder you want to be atheist. <laughs> like, you're being subjected to this. Have Good you ever Lord. been to Mormon church? Mormon church? I don't think so. I dated a Mormon for like two years when I was younger. I was like 21. Hmm. I had a Mormon girlfriend. I don't think we ever went to church. I brought her to a Catholic church once. How was that experience? It wasn't that grand because they were just asking for money. It's like, you're the Church of Rome. Why are you asking for, like, <laughs> it's like a special, like, like the pre-GoFundMe GoFundMe? <laughs> like, like, oh, we sh- sure could use some money for our renovations. It's like, we're having church in the gym because you're doing renovations already. What do you need... <laughs> Wait, we have to finish them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, she has got to prove to just do part of the church <laughs> the Vatican was like nah nah we're not gonna let you finish it that's up to you that seems logical um, so I was christened Catholic but never had to go to church so um, when I lived in Italy one of my friends was like I would really like to go to Easter Mass like the midnight one mm-hmm. I was like that's cool I've never been to Catholic church like I'm down so um we go and it's in this like we're living in Florence and it's like this it's not a super fancy standalone church it was like in a building where other buildings are connected you know just really dark it was purposefully a church but not like what you think of churches in Italy you know and it's just like really dark in there like big brick like old brick building you know and it's like just dark in there the whole service is in Latin which I have no idea what's going on anyway. So, like, number one, I don't know how the service is supposed to go. Number two, I don't know what anyone is saying. But everybody else does. Because apparently it's like a, a sequence, you know? Like, these are the things you do at Easter Vigil. Yeah, yeah it's, so. a, it's a different Mass entirely, uh, starting with the Good Friday Mass. And then you have, which is longer, I think it's like two or three hours. And then the Easter Vigil is like four or five hours. 
Like, it's stupid. Like, they'll be like, and now the ninth reading from the Gospels. Like, oh my God. Yeah. So the dude's like out there reading. He's not even reading. He's like saying all this Latin stuff. And then at certain times, people are repeating. And I'm like, how do y'all know? And then they're repeating or they're standing up. So I'm like always late to everything. Like, trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. I have no idea. My friend is no help, but she knows all the rules. It's like... A bad video game. <laughs> it's like you just don't know what's going on. Or like being in a um, like a dancer size class, but it's your first one. You're just like uh, way behind everybody else. <laughs> I was never good at the electric slide. Yeah, same. I not. could merengue. <laughs> it's like you dance with another person. It's not me just who's standing yeah, here. Yeah, that was creative for white folks. <laughs> yeah, like seriously. Like how to look like a jackass. Like square dancing or doing the electric slide, the cha-cha slide. Cha-cha, real smooth. (laughs) I was at a wedding. Turn it up. A while ago, like a couple weeks ago. And they played the electric slide. And I was like, I literally can't do this. Like, by the time it registers what I've heard, like, I'm already behind. And they're like, just, you can do, you know. like You're ruining the dance. I know. I was like, (laughs) turning the wrong way. Like, I can't do this. See how the corner of your eye, there's just one dude with his phone out recording the whole <laughs> thing, <me>. smirking. Just <laughs> I'm the one that's going to be laughed at on YouTube. <laughs> but So then in the church service, at one point, everybody gets up. I'm like, fucking right, we're going home. And um, I get up, I get in line with everybody. I'm like, oh, I guess we have to like do some kind of like greeting thing. You know, like at the end of a sports game when the teams pass each other in five. I thought maybe it was something like that. So I get up and I'm in line. I'm like, all right, we're like going to... I don't know, conga line around the church or something. And then I realized I'm in the line for communion, and I have not, I'm, I never did communion. You know, I didn't go through the process. Like, it's a process you have right. to do and whatever. Um, so I was like, oh, shit. Well, I can't turn around. Now everyone's going to know a fraud. So it's like, do I do it? And, like, not She rejects the blood. <laughs> it turns out, was it the body snatchers? Yeah. And they just point <laughs> So I'm in this line, freaking out. Like, what am I going to do? Do I just, like, politely decline while I'm in line? Do I run away? Like, what am I going to do? So I go up there, and um, he's got the wafer or whatever, and I'm like, oh, just take it. And he says whatever, and he sticks it in your mouth. And then you go to get the, the blood of Christ, and it's this, like, golden, it's probably brass, like, decanter. And, like, people are putting their mouth on it. And then he's, like, wiping it with this white cloth, and then people are putting their mouth on it. Yeah. And so now I have even more anxiety because I'm like, I'm not going to get freaking mouth herpes from this freaking thing that I'm not even supposed to be touching anyway because I'm not confirmed. So I get to him and I'm like, no, dog. I told him no. And he was like, I was like, (laughs) just like, and he was like really confused. Like people around me are confused. I'm like, (laughs) just like shuffled back to my view. That was, that was was very stressful. (laughs) Sounds like it. Yeah, there was, whenever I was really little, I was Methodist, that was the church we were going to, mm-hmm. and uh, they, there was, most of the time I was just in Sunday school, I wasn't, I wasn't there for like any of the actual church or whatnot, but there was one time I remember that my parents told me that like, you know, okay, you gotta get dressed up, and we were going to church at, at night, mm-hmm. and they they have me on stage and it's it's a Eucharist where they have you know little little bread and they have little grape juice and they're they pass out the grape juice to all of us and you know I, I drink my grape juice and they're passing out these little 
like dough balls. And it's like guy, watered up white bread. Yeah. <laughs> the guy gets to me and I just lean in his ear. I go, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> and he just sort of looked at me and nodded and went to the next kid. Like it. <laughs> I thought like four or five. I but I had a, at uh, my first communion, I remember I got in trouble because after the communion, the um, the priest, you know, he goes around and he asks all the second graders, you know, like, well, who do you pray for? And, you know, they're like my mom, my dad, you know, our teacher, my brothers and sisters. And he gets to me, he's like, and who do you pray for, young man? And I, I said, Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> and he throws his hands back and exclaims into his little clip-on wireless microphone. He goes, He prays for Elvis! <laughs> and the church just erupts with laughter. <laughs> and so in my mind, I'm like, I'm like yeah. Like, <laughs> Top dog. Just I got the answer right. <laughs> I spread joy to everybody. See? Putting out the good energy. <laughs> so there I am sitting in the pew, and now, like, you know, the rest of the congregations having their Eucharist. I can't wait to see my parents to see the, how proud they are that I, uh, I made, uh, you know, made everybody laugh. And then I see their faces, and they are not proud <gasps> at all. I, <laughs> I remember after Mass ended, they have a luncheon for everybody. My dad made me go apologize to the priest, the teachers, the secretary of the school. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, he offered to hang me by my necktie. <laughs> they didn't take him up on that? <laughs> and dad was like, how about I turn this into a noose and hang you from it? <laughs> he, 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 was, he was not thrilled. Can I opt for not that option? <laughs> I, that, that, that was the road I took, actually. <laughs> like, no thank you, sir. <laughs> Thanks for the offer. I would much rather cry and apologize to these nice people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't have very many church experiences, but until I was older, I just was curious about what other people's churches are like. So mm -hmm. I went to Mormon church the one time. Probably the only person ever to have missionaries come to their house and then actually end up going to church with them. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like we've really got that young woman <laughs> yeah I, then they started like stalking me and they would like come to my house unannounced after I told them I was like look I appreciate the experience and like the learning experience whatever but like please stop visiting me like I'm not going to be part of your church I appreciate what you're doing but I'm we're done here <laughs> and they would like come to my house uninvited like not usually they'll call you they called me all the time, so I told them my phone number changed, and I gave my brother's phone number. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, why do these Mormons keep calling me asking for you? I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know what happened. <laughs> That's the darndest thing. Strange. So, um, Maybe you thought of, I don't know, turn your life around and go to church. Maybe. Apparently you need Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but... um. They would, like, I worked in the library, which I had never told them that. I worked in the library at VSU, and I would pick up shifts um, whenever. You know, like, we had this intranet thing where you could, if you didn't want to work or couldn't or whatever, you just, somebody could pick up your shift. Right. So, I would do that. So, like, even if you knew I worked in the library, you wouldn't necessarily know where I was unless you knew my normal schedule. But I would pick up shifts. So I was working, like, a midnight, like, overnight 
in a lab I was usually never in. And these motherfuckers found me! And they like were like, we've been looking for you. I'm like, why the fuck are you stalking me? Like, leave me alone, bro! <laughs> That's a bit odd. It was! It was really weird. I had to finally be like, stop coming to my house. Like, just, I'd already asked them, like, told them, you know, like, I'm not really part of this, whatever. I had to be very aggressive with them and be like, don't come to my house anymore. I'm going to call the police on you. Like, you're stalking me. Like, you're being weirdos. <laughs> well, I lived in a, in Jersey the the last two years I was there. Um, my roommate Alec and I, we had this, uh, this uh, nice uh, corner house in this nice church neighborhood. In a, the town was called Woodstown. It, uh, Jersey's weird, so this was like a southern town in the middle of New Jersey, mm-hmm. like America's first rodeo. Was, was there? That's weird. Yeah. Um, you uh, you would see uh, folks with a, a camo and camo uh, uh, trucks and things like that. Very like, nostalgic of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there was a, I was outside doing a yard work one day, and these uh, these two uh, uh, old uh, old uh, church ladies came up, and they were uh, they were talking with me, and like I'm. I enjoy conversation, so I was talking back with them, and you know they uh, uh, gave gave me something like 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 oh please take this. I'm like oh okay yeah sure you're whatever. I go read it and see how judgmental it is after we walk away. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I, I talked with them that uh, how you know I had uh, I was raised Christian and you know I you know, appreciate uh, what they're doing and you know talking mm-hmm. to folks in the neighborhood and all that. And, Blah blah blah. End it there. Then, of course, they come back. Surprise visit. And I hate surprises. <laughs> they uh, they have they have more literature for me. And this time it's about how uh, the the devil put dinosaurs here to uh, deceive us. Oh um, no! And like I was definitely not as conspiratorial then as I was now. But even to that degree, I'm like, yeah, okay, no, I'm not going to your church. <laughs> but I had. Uh, I was a, a little, little less polite. I was still very kind to them, but I was just like, "Oh, okay, well, like you know, uh, thank you, but you know, I'm, I'm not really like, like trying to go to a church. I'm, I'm kind of pretty comfortable with where I stand with the Lord, but you know, thank you." Then they came back a third time, and this time I think they got wise. They brought a hot church girl with them. <laughs> like, just, she was fucking smoking. <laughs> Like, oh, we wanted to come by and uh, invite you to our church. This is Melanie or whatever her name was. People like Melanie go to our church. Yeah. Hot <laughs> people. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I see the hustle that's going on here. <laughs> Albeit now I am kind of interested <laughs> in seeing what your church has to offer. Maybe not so much in paleontology, but... <laughs> And that's when you realize the hot to crazy ratio. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think I realized it, but that was when I probably should have started to realize it. Like, huh. wonder why this really hot person finds me so interesting. <laughs> oh, it's because they're, they're actually just a, a paper mache sculpture of red flags. <laughs> Like it's just nothing but red flags just being constructed together. <laughs> That's okay because she has a church bonnet on now and a pamphlet about how dinosaurs are a lie. It's crazy though, like how 
like people really believe that and it's like that's fine if that's what you want to believe but like how did that rumor even get started like yeah, who it, came up with it yeah like is it like i'm like because again like i'm i'm pretty open-minded so the idea that like uh certain species of dinosaurs are uh false because they were uh, fabricated during an age whenever it was really popular to sell and find new species yeah i can totally buy that but the premise that all dinosaurs are actually a lie that Lucifer planted here in order to deceive people to get them off the path to truth just does not seem like very logical to me. Yeah. I don't know. And, but even the way like the devil is portrayed, I feel like is not really accurate to the Bible anyway. Like, the devil's trying to make you stray. I thought that the devil was just like managing hell. Like, not actively trying to tempt you, but it's like your own choices that would make you end up there. Yeah. But I don't, I don't actually read the Bible, so I could be real off on that. <laughs> I mean, I think it's I think it's a significant text, you know, but like I... The literal sense of it, I, I don't... I don't I don't necessarily think that like the idea of like Christ being historically accurate is true. Like, I, th- I think if anything, like they took an archetype of whatever the hero's archetype is with like Julius Caesar mm-hmm. or something along those lines and you personify this character Christ into being a, a person rather than the idea of like well you can achieve Christ's mind and yeah. your own self by doing good things and yeah like that's what we were talking about earlier like putting good things into the world yeah. like that's the whole like it's a great book of parables yeah you know, the, the first one God was kind of a jerk he was being real mean to everybody a L- little bit but the second one, Volume 2, was pretty cool as far as, like, do good things to people. <laughs> you see a leopard, don't get scared. Just just touch him, heal him. <laughs> Maybe don't touch him. Mr. <laughs> so Johnson, you have contracted leprosy. How? You apparently went around touching our lepers that we have isolated, <laughs> saying that you're the magic man and you can heal them. Dang it. <laughs> Don't, don't this just beat all? <laughs> Shit, Elka, we got about a little more than two hours. Uh, Holy moly! Here <laughs> Thank you so much for coming and being on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was, it was a, a hoot uh, talking and laughing with you. Yeah, like uh, the old days. <laughs> so, uh, uh, one more time, are you uh, is uh, pretty baked on Instagram as well? Or? I am. I don't. I usually just kind of post a few pictures there really for fun, but um, my main form of communication is definitely on Facebook. But on Instagram, it's at pretty underscore baked underscore VLD. Instead of the dots. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I had to get creative. (laughs) Surprisingly, the name pretty baked is really popular. (laughs) Our store is located on 420 Green Street. (laughs) I thought maybe the address would help as well. Apparently that name was taken too. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to set myself up for any uh, legal changes. Wow. <laughs> it's a good name though. Thanks. I picked it because, um, you know, the cookies are pretty and they're baked. They are really pretty. Like, I really like the decorations. Thank I saw you. my brother had some alien ones and the Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, um... Those are a lot of fun. I did, like watercolored the UFOs. I was really proud of them. <laughs> you should definitely um, uh, start putting more on your uh, Instagram page, though, mm-hmm. because like you can. Uh, uh, I, th- 
seem to seem to reach a, a better part of your audience there than just through Facebook. For sure, I like the um, the reason it, it is mostly on Facebook is because the business page feature of Facebook is just so easy to use, mm-hmm. and it lets me keep everything really organized as far as like orders and stuff. But um, also, <laughs> I manage. I have been managing social media for about 10 years now in various roles. So doing it for my personal life is like too much. (laughs) So I'm really bad about promoting myself or doing my own social media work. (laughs) I I can completely empathize with that. So awesome. Well, you want to give a, a a shout out or a recommendation to anybody? Or anything? Oh, I don't... Any, any, any books or business or people or... Um, I don't, no, I don't think so. Maybe that's mean of me, but... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all of you! Only myself! Only myself! <laughs> Just me. Visit me. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again. Thank you. Later, y'all.